what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another, new, 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 new world order. another, another, new, 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 new world order. another, new, 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 new world order. another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. A.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. You in the Desert Storm Bunker with CGAC God Allah. And the eight-time demonetized champion of the world yours truly in the building i appreciate y'all for being here this is the best edutainment here on youtube do me a favor hit the like button and if you shall wish to contribute to today's show hit the like button first and then you can super chat via the free the notorious cga channel but let me do it in proper order so i don't forget dollar sign the notorious cga on the cash app coach greg adams tv on bimo PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You can also super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. I'm going to have to put in these automatically. You can super chat over there as we are simulcasting on fakebook.com. The fakest place on earth. Yes, it is. You got your CEO running around there doing jujitsu competitions, getting ready for battle. Your boy, Mark Zuckerberg, over there doing jujitsu competitions, if I'm not mistaken. Fakebook.com. Give me a likes up, a thumbs up over there. Click that old thumbs up button, the blue one over there, where the blue pill rage exists. And we're simulcasting on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel and the Notorious CGA channel. And if you want to see playback clips, which are not good for YouTube channels, all right, they're going to demonetize you if you playback clips on certain channels they do it to me that's why i got two channels to monetize by the way but anyway the coach greg adams channel is now having the edits and it's live and in living color over there for the people and then we have the cga react channel over there we got a lot going on here my sports channel had videos this weekend we had two videos on the notorious shortcut videos all right nova's channel Go subscribe to Nova's channel. Nova's channel got videos this weekend. Man, CGA was busy. All right. Appreciate y'all for being here. And I hope y'all had a good weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right. I hope y'all had a good weekend. And we're going to give you guys the topics, man. We got a great show today. R&B dudes. We talked about R&B music quite a bit. Although I listened to R&B music and I grew up on R&B music. You know what I mean? Pop music, uh, mostly hip hop. All right. But R&B music, dudes are moving real sloppily. I should have put sloppily in the title, real sloppily, with women in 2023. You had Usher, Raymond, and allegedly Chris Brown twerking or doing whatever they're doing. The robot, they doing the um, they doing the you got it, you got it bad. <laughs> All right, they do. They had it bad this weekend, allegedly. You got Brian McKnight running around here, got problems with everybody. All right, that is closely linked to him. Brian McKnight got his own issues. Usher, not Usher, Neo, Neo. All right. One of the Libra scales out here. One of my favorite artists of all time. Neo's running around here and he's got baby mama drama. All right. After having massive drama with his divorce and he's got a whole bunch of things. And then and then to top it off, we're going to give you a conclusion to the baby face divorce, which I've already done. But I had to throw him in there, too. 
babyface cutting out big checks for a short-term marriage. All right, R&B Ninjas had y'all, R&B Ninjas had y'all trying to make babies to that baby making music, and they had you ninjas falling in love. I've been telling you a long time about these, 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 um, these vehicles, these media vehicles. I know people come to my show because we're gonna also talk about the battle between the trad cons and the AKA the red pill. All right. And as much as people want to distinguish themselves, well, I'm not part of the red pill. They try to push their, push their way off the table. All right. I'm not in the manosphere and they try to push away there from the table. You ain't pushing away. You either on one side or the other, you, you get lumped in if you in the algorithm, but that's neither here nor there. But what's happening is a lot of these vehicles, movies, media, and whatnot. I've been telling you for a long time that they're based off mythology Romance is just mythology. It's it's not real. It, it's great. Most of the time, romance comes from cherry picked subject matter, um, uh, from that that are uh, of that have a bigger theme. Me meaning, chivalry is cherry picked. All right, and it's more made romantic, and it has nothing to do. Chivalry has very little to do with women in romance. Um, th then you have stories like uh, tragic comedies, tragedy, tragic and romances, tragic romances. Um, um, where uh, these comedies, these tragic scripts and playwrights like William Shakespeare had a tragedy and a comedy and romance was mixed in, but everybody cherry picked the romance out. So R&B is the same thing. Many of these R&B artists are live disastrously in their love life. But a lot of times because you're a blue pill normie or AKA an oxygen thief, what you do is you pick out cherry pick the romance out and then you leave their personal life. there splat on the table and you have no explanation so a lot of your themes about how our relationship could go comes from movies, tragic cons, romance, comedy, and R&B music or some sort of love music. And these people are basically, they, they're basically leading you astray and they're leading you with this mythology. So we're going to talk about the personal life. I'm not, I'm not digging deep. I only show, look, I'm not the exposed channel. I'm not the gossip channel either, but I use these stories that you can learn from just so you can see. Don't follow the path of these people that reading from a script, right? They're just reading from a script that somebody else wrote and they're leading you down this path of trying to follow these movies and musics. And then all of a sudden their personal lives are absolutely disastrous. Mm. Tyrese is another example. Tyrese prime example of what I'm talking about. Now, what I don't want to do is, you know, knock a dude's hustle. I'm not here to do that. So if these guys want to push this music out, go ahead and push it out. What I want to tell you guys is this stuff is just, fantasy it's fantasy and they're selling you fantasy just like pornography is fantasy like if you watch pornography it's pure unadulterated fantasy and i create and i actually pair romance and pornography are together all right i pair them together with that being said when when you come over on this side of the argument right and people will say and i was going to say this with the track con and the ripple when people watch my show all they hear is propaganda <laughs> You hear hurt and bitter. You hear all of these things. But then the real world basically mirrors everything that I say. I want, I'm going to say this again. You guys hear my show. Not you guys. My fans. Coach Gang is in the building. All right. Supporters, not fans. I don't have fans. We got supporters. We got Coach Gang members. And we have the ladies of the Ten Toes Up gang. Meow. Meow when you see me. All right. Ladies, meow when you see me in public. But. You people hear my show and think I'm leading you astray because I'm shooting straight. I'm kicking it to you real. But what you want to do is, is, is instead live in fantasy world. And then I burst your bubble with this truth with proof 
all right, with receipts, with data, statistics, moon stars, quasars. I give it to you real, and then you want to go over there and you want to live a rom-com. You want to live in fantasy world. You want to be indulging in pornography. You want to be out here with hostitutes and wifestitutes. You want to be out here falling in love, which is all myth. The other stuff is propaganda. <laughs> when are y'all going to figure it out? It's the other stuff that is fantasy. You're going to find your soulmate. How many women running around here right now trying to find a soulmate? Mm. It ain't going to happen. Matter of fact, I just kick it to you real. You've tried at least 100 times. You know how many times you succeeded? Zero. Mm. Zip. <laughs> Zipski. None. All right. And I show you that. And then y'all mad at me. All right. And then you run out here saying, well, I'll, I'll manifest. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I'm sitting up here trying to tell y'all that just. Oh, it could happen. It could happen. It, 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 coach, don't don't give up hope. It can happen. All right. Mm. <laughs> All right. Keep your wife's the two option on the board. Then go ahead. I don't care. All right. I'm sitting here giving you. And then again, then you're calling my message propaganda. But guess what? Guess what message you in reality is the propaganda. R&B music, pop, media, movies, all written by five of the same people. All of these songs. All of these movies, the same five people then wrote them. <laughs> All they did was remixed it, reheated it, repackaged it, put two new leads in there. <laughs> right, anyway. mm. All right, but shout out to y'all. This is why I'm the most controversial one on YouTube. I give it to you straight up. The five same five producers, the same five writers, the same five script writers, the same five media companies, the same five movie, Warner Brothers, 21st Century Fox, whatever, mm. Universal. <laughs> same same people all right but now no 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 where we at yeah man r kelly's another one what is going on all of these people who led y'all to make all of these babies and have all of these fairy tale romances these dudes out here are getting tore up right now yep same five record labels we atlantic warner electra all right they gonna get me at one point man watch out for these people oh, the humanity. <laughs> all right anyway Let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. We got a great straggle and sniggle coming up. This could be a long show, so buckle up. All right, appreciate the supporters. Albert Wesker says, money and status won't change men's simp behavior, and it won't. And I always tell you guys, thank you for sharing that. Get good with women, then get some money, then you'll understand women. Yeah. Got to treat them a little bit indifferently. We're going to show you even owls pay, too. Danero Tranquello. He says, got the Hey Big Head text from the DR Chica. Either her rent is due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. It's past due now. Or she got a hole in her tin roof. Either way, no pesos, no pesos. Give her the axe. Mm. Nathan for you. You get Nathan. All right, you got to drop neck. All right, so yeah, that's what it is. MC Hamster says, R&B stands for rice and barbecue out here. 2023, we got a boss up. It's barbecue in there. All right, I forgot my boss up clip. All right, I had it set up, but I don't know if I put it on my board here. Shout out to Cheap Drum Hacks with the laughs. Appreciate you for being back. The wealth manager got in here. He says, went to the Santana concert alone. Treat yourself, free agent lifestyle. That's something that we promote. Once you get to the point where you can understand you can have these events and pleasure without bringing uh, people with you that are basically going to use you for the dollar amount and um, all of these things, you got to enjoy these things personally. By yourself before you can treat others. Treat yourself first. Choppa says, I'm ready for the 
hypergamy. <laughs> the hypergamy. Appreciate you, brother. The wealth manager says, beat them Juco wall silly for Whataburger. That's all. That's all. It just be causing chump change out here. But y'all need the wife to toot. <laughs> all right, chump change. Where are we at? The Workday Show says, did a three-day trip to Vegas this weekend. Spent hours by the pool. Caught two shows. Went surfing and rode horses in the desert. Also, had a 110-pound 20-year-old Latina folded up like a love letter from the second grade and folded her up like fresh linen. Oh, my goodness. And he said, I'm finally living. Now, that's another cheat code that we It's not a cheat code. It's something that men should experience before they go and find their soulmate. All right. Go experience life. Go somewhere else. Go to a destination. Travel alone. Women will be there. Do not take a woman with you. Do not take a woman. Do, listen, I'm not saying when I say these things, I don't mean never, right? I don't mean never, but there's a point in men's lives where we're, we're telling you guys what you'll do is you'll fumble the bag and you'll go in debt early and then you can't recover late. Take your trips, go solo mission, free agent lifestyle, go travel, go to these destinations. Women will be there. Have fun. Meet a couple of girls there or go to the junior college. They're there. They're there. And then have your fun. And then take their ass, put their ass to the side, go go over there and do some things that you want to do, experience life, then come back to Columbus, Ohio. Then come back to Tupelo, Mississippi. Then come back to Detroit, Michigan. Then come back and chill. What you're going to find out is the this is what you're going to discover. I don't know, man. You do your own. You're going to come back to Detroit. You're going to come back to Detroit and you'll be like, man, these women ain't nothing. Your your uh, your mindset will be abundant. Your mind's gonna grow. You're gonna be like, God dang! I would like. It. You're gonna come back to Columbus, Ohio, and look at. You're gonna look at them slow cows, <laughs> right? You're gonna look at the snow cows that you were simping over, and you're gonna be like, <laughs> your mindset will become abundant, and then you will be dealing from the top of the deck, not the bottom of the deck, because you know you ninjas. Niggas always gotta show they. Yep, come back to Gary, Indiana, and you're going to be like Straggle Daggle Theater. All right. Anyway, I got to get to the brothers of the Cash App, and we did have some brothers over, over the weekend that I want to acknowledge. And we're going to go for Lucifer's back again. Thank you, brother. And that's a co-sponsorship. Actually, that's a sponsorship. I can't read the screen. I'm he says, I'll be making roughly uh, something yearly. When I hire more. Okay, I can't even read that. I just, this screen is looking weird when I pull up the thing here. Dark Knight says, for my favorite African-American. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look yes. at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking Big about? Big Buck says, good morning, coach. Boss up, ninja in the building. We got our man Samson, we'll call you. He says, she built upside down. Damn, coach, I'm dead. All right, this was from over the weekend. And Lucifer is back, boy. He's kicking it real. He says, facts, coach. I've been a bachelor for years since 2002. Appreciate y'all. And then we got more cash apps over here. The the um, the eligible bachelors are becoming less and less. All right. And the reason why is because men have many more pleasures to reach for. We got David in the building. Shout out to you. And we have Goliath in the building. This is Dr. Thunder. Happy Monday. Let's go. Shout out to you, man. Dr. Thunder. All right, XL Pro Services says free agent lifestyle, and we live it. For, 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 for life, for 
All right, we preach those leveraging options, man. And shout out to the married men who watch me wondering how the junior college feels. Married men be watching me like, damn. <laughs> married men be watching me like, damn, this really out there? How many married men in the building? All right, how many married men in the building? Married men probably be watching me like, this ninja, he living out here. Your wife watching me. <laughs> All right, your wife watching me over your shoulder. You watching that? You watching that man with that big ass head? That big ass milk dud head? You watching that man with that smooth chocolatey skin? She touching herself at night thinking of me. You watching that man with that great beard? Hmm. You watching him again? <laughs> Shout out to my Barry brothers in here. All right, Macaroni Tony, let's give you a couple more. He says, I'm going to stick my neck out there and dispel an actual fisticuffs rumor between Breezy and Usher. He says, I'm close to the family and can confirm that it's not true. However, an argument did happen, but since we, uh, since when don't friends argue from time to time? Yeah, I don't think they got into the fisticuffs, um, but it was brought up. And he says, the media outlet that put that rumor out there is ran by the Hollywood, you know what? Why do I keep pressing that on accident? He says, this was a smear campaign against Breezy. Why? Because he owns all of his masters as of 2019. Don't believe me? Look it up. All right, shout out to you for the inside information on that one. And uh, yeah, man, these artists that own their masters, they be putting pressure on them, allegedly. Somebody said, my wife think coach is funny. Shout out to the wives out here. There's, there's wives that know what I'm talking about. All right. They know I ain't making it up. They know they got the biggest deal of a lifetime. All right. But these dudes that own their masters, man, I'm telling you, they be coming for their neck. That's why dudes be selling their masters. They be like, I'll sell my catalog. You be like, they sold their catalog. Why? These companies be coming after you. They be like, sell your shit. All right, you become too powerful when you own your masters. Man, you own your masters, you got to just be like, you can't even sleep at night. You got to have one eye open. You got to be like, hand on the hand on the Glock. <laughs> right? They will come for your neck. They know, man. That's why people be like, oh, they sold their catalog for $200 million. <laughs> you like, they could have made way more over 30 years. Mm. No, they can't. Now they can go to sleep. These dudes, these artists can now go to sleep. Take their ass to sleep. Now they like good. They can sleep comfortably. Now they like. <laughs> they ain't got nobody. They ain't got co nobody coming for their neck. Now they like, oh, shit. Damn. They relentless ass ninjas. <laughs> Where we at? All right. Last one. Miles is in the building. Miles C. He said, shout out to the coach gang. I don't want to see two successful brothers fighting, but I got to go with Breezy on this one, coach. Usher was white knighting and Chris wasn't having it. Plus, Usher recently started painting his fingernails. Give Usher the price is wrong. See, these are details I don't know. And Chris Brown is at least more masculine in this situation. Chris Brown, shout out to these brothers. And this was in Vegas. So um, uh, I don't want any of these brothers trying to come for my neck in the Desert Storm bunker. All right. Anyway. It's actually crazy out there, but um, we're going to review that situation and we're going to toss them in with the rest of the brothers. Do me a favor, hit the like button and it is time, gentlemen, for Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Here we go. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? All right, new intro for Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We got some great Straggle and Sniggle Theaters right here. Let me go ahead and get... uh. 
Straggling Sniggle Theater. We got four. We got four issues that we want to talk about here. We're going to Detroit, Michigan again. Detroit. What is going on, Detroit? What are we doing? Detroit, Michigan. Let's go with it. All right. We got two straggle daggles that ran up into some man's house. Let me know if you hear the volume because my already. Let me see here. I know you're not going to hear it. So let me remove it here. For some reason, my stream yard tripping already. Let me see something. Yep. My stream yard is. Is it tripping? Let me see here. Here it is. Okay. Now you're going to hear it. All right. We got two young women here. Two straggle daggles. There they are. Take a look at these young ladies. Look at these. These two women right here are charged with home invasion. Let's get to the story. Charged with felony home invasion after breaking into the home of another police officer in Macomb County. Our Kelly Vaughn has been following the story and she joins us in studio tonight with the details. This seems like a very unusual case. Yeah, that's exactly what prosecutors say. So the county prosecutor says three women, two of whom are police officers, are facing charges for allegedly breaking into the Roseville home of another officer and destroying things in his home as well as stealing his property. Now the women are each facing 15 year felony charges for second degree home invasion. That's along with other charges. Now the allegations are that on April 11th, uh, 29-year-old Detroit police officer Brianna Cabano, 21-year-old officer Dana Sears, and then a third woman, Colleen Compton, who is not a police officer, um, broke into the home of the other Detroit police officer. Now, Macomb County Prosecutor Peter Lacito says no one is above the law. All right, and so what is going on with these damn straggles? All right, we got three straggles. There, two of them were police officers busting up in another male police officer's crib. And as you served, they're, they're both junior college. I mean, the 29-year-old is the uh, Latina-looking chick, Puerto Rican. Let's call her Puerto Rican. You know me with Puerto Ricans. All right. And so the 29-year-old is a Puerto Rican, and she got braces on, so she looking very junior college Okay. And then the other sister is 21. All right. And so she they got two female Detroit, man. What's going on, man? They bust up in an with another woman in tow bus up into a police officer's house to home invade and probably pistol whip him and steal his stuff. So it's getting hard out there in these streets, man. And these women definitely out here working like they're in a bind. Your rent's due, motherfucker. So here's the thing. Why did they bust up in this crib? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, all men pay. All men pay. I guarantee you one of this, the police officer involved in this home invasion was clapping one of these girls' cheeks, if not two. If not two. If not all three of them, he was clapping all three of them cheeks. Because two of them, there's another woman who, who's not even on the, on the photo right here. All right. And so he was clapping somebody's cheeks. And they tried to go ahead and put him, uh, put him in his place. Now, he probably was getting a freebie. He probably was skeeting in them braces. And then he was putting... He was putting that, never mind, I was going to get real nasty for a minute, but it's too early. This is a family show. This is a family show for about the first 35 minutes. Then it'll get debaucherous. But that sister was getting back blown out, face in pillow, ass tooted up. All right. And then the other one tried to go in there. I don't know what's going on. But these two women put their career on the line. Yes, she did put their career. So I could focus on my career. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a family show. All right. For 35 minutes. And then, and then, and then what happened was he, they, they found out they, 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 that he was uh, skeeting in both of them. And guess what? They was like, we're going to make you pay. Remember, I tell you, man, women going to make you pay. 
they're gonna make you pay if you don't treat them right. So your your um your your aftercare game has to be better than this. That's number one. Try not to mess with women at your job. That's number two. Times of change. Times of change. Y'all can't be skeeting in these women at your job. And then number three, you guys gotta not get dirty. If you got one woman you're skeeting in at your job, don't make it two. All right, don't make it two. So anyway, here that's all alleged. I have no idea what's going on, but these women getting masculine out here. These women getting real masculine, running up in people's houses with their badges and whatnot. It sounds like some Detroit shit, right? This is definitely some Beverly Hills cop, Detroit Axel Foley shit going on. Next, uh, straggling sniggle is um, a woman is going to brag about her rotation. Now, I featured a video like this before, and uh, sounds like uh, or it looks like other women are actually going to copy this video, or maybe this is the same video. I can't see. But uh, for the men who uh, wonder about modern women, we always tell you that they have multiple men on reserves. This is called the beta male orbit. And they have men that they friend zone. They have men that play certain roles in order to be uh, one man. Like, see, one man is hard for that one man to fulfill uh, a woman. Right. He's got to be her friend. He's got to be there emotionally. He's got to be there when he, she has an emotional breakdown. He's got to serve as the financier. He's got to serve as the entertainment. He's got to serve as the, you know what I mean? It's just too hard for one man. And some women figure out, I got to have multiple men serve as one. Now, I have the same philosophy, but it's on the other side. All right. But now, for the men who are worried about the modern women, here it is right here. So um, this is a system. And uh, no music. I'm going to have to narrate. And I'm going to pause it. I'm going to do the whole part, whole method. I'm going to play the whole video, then break it down, and then play the whole video. Let's roll it. All right, so here she comes down here. She Boy, she thicker than a snicker. All right, and so she's dressed for the gym. And um, here she is coming out dressed for, looks like, uh, brunch, Sunday brunch wear. She got some thick, boy, she boy, she got some gams there. All right, and um, here she is. Looks like she's ready to go to the country club. Now she's ready for her, her church. Sir. That's what church wear is? No, baby, don't can't wear that to church. And then we have ready for the airport. And then ready for Archie's back, ready for the gym. All right. And so everybody saw that. And what she's saying is I have multiple men serving multiple purposes here. And so, man, she thick. She thick. All right. So anyway, <laughs> this is a this is this is what I call slim thick. But here we go. We got Jim Crush. This is the text message above. Jim Crush. I got us pre-workout. She looks at her watch and she says, ah, Jim Bay, my Jim Crush. All right, and so I must go get ready for my gym crush. He's bought us pre-workout shakes, and we're just going to act like we're going to work out. All right, and so she's going to go with that. Look at that smile, gentlemen. Look at that smile, that devious smile. I could never trust a woman like this right here, bro. I would just keep her ass on the lease program. All right, this one right here, I already know what's in her heart. I can see it in her eyes. Pretty brown eyes, you know I see them. It's a disguise the way you treat me. Pretty brown eyes. You're breaking my heart. Yeah, oh, girl. All right, so let's get into it right here. Yeah, man, she a pretty brown eyes. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, let's go in here right here. Oh, okay, so it says right here, work bay. Work bay. Let's do brunch. Let's do brunch. So now she went to the gym. Now she's going to go get brunch with a different man. Oh, yes, she is. All right. And now it's the it's a different guy than the um 
allegedly, this is all alleged, it's a different guy than the Jim Bay. Uh-oh, guess who's up next? Jim Daddy. Zaddy is up next. Zaddy's up next. All right. Zaddy, come to the country club with me today. Zaddy says, come on, girl. I'm going to give you my $40,000 a year country club membership access to my friend circle. We're going to do big business. Come hit a couple of Come get bring your tennis racket. Bring your golf clubs. And she over there scrambling. She can't wait to go get treated. She can't wait to go get treated because they all got zaddies. They all got zaddies, y'all. I'm telling y'all. Yep. She got her little biddies out. She ready? All right. And there she is dressed up. And guess who else? Oh, not the pastor, son. Mm. Now, the pastor, sons is you friend zone ninjas out here, right? She dresses up. I'm a good girl. She said, I'm a good girl. I would never do that. I never hook up on the first date. I'm looking to manifest my husband. I'm looking to follow all the Bible principles except for submitting and all of that stuff. Forget about all that. All right. Not the pastor, son. Not the friend zone ninja. You know, he ain't putting fingertips on them. You know, he's not putting hands on hips so she can dip and dip. We dip. All right. Because I will be putting hands on hips. I will be putting hands on hips and dip. You dip. We dip. 100%. But Pastor Son ain't putting hands on hips. He asking like he's sitting like this. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. All right. Yep. All right. And so Pastor Son want to put them hands on hips and it ain't going to happen. But she says, I will be at the second service today. All right. All right, and so there she is dressed. That's church. Guys, that's not church attire right there, man. That's not church attire. That's whole attire. Let's get to it. All right, and there she is there switching that thing. All right, and then travel boo. Not travel boo. Hold up for a second. Not travel boo. Travel boo getting it too? Get Wait, that's different than Zaddy. So she says, travel boo says, I got courtside tickets to the Detroit Pistons game. All right. <laughs> Detroit Pistons. Detroit's, ke Detroit's catching wreck today. So she's ready to go sit courtside. Remember, she ain't dropped a dime, and I hopefully she dropped some panties. All right, so here she is right there. She's going to sit courtside. So there it is right there, guys. You know, uh, different men for different purposes. This is the spirit of a Jezebel. Somebody said this is us. It's called dating. Watch this. Look, look at the comments, guys. It's dating. Enjoy yourself and never marry quickly just to get a divorce. Learn the person before you commit. All right. And so for, for women's side, they said, like, hey, that's part of dating. This is part of dating. Um, and on the other side where I'm at, this is called the junior college. All right. And so 25 years old is the cutoff to start. You, you can age up and I can keep you around for a little bit. You can age up from 25. Right. You, you can be older than 25. You just can't start. You can't start older than 25, but you can age up. So 25 is a cutoff. Yes, I will have you getting some treatment, and I'm also getting what I'm getting, and I'm putting your back ass, ass back up on the marketplace. All right. Um, Straggle and Sniggle Theater, we do have a man here. For the men who say, Coach, I don't pay. Women pay me. All right, let's go ahead and show you the men who say, I don't pay this rich ninja salami Women pay me. Let's go ahead and show you this clip right here. This is a guy when things seem too good to be true. All right, so let's go ahead and roll the clip. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. 620? Oh, don't worry about it. I got it. 600? Oh, don't worry about it. I got it. Yeah. I don't see how much this bag is. Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. No, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> 
for the Team Rex. I do like that one, but don't worry about it because I got it. This so crazy. I'm so happy. Yeah, you can get whichever you want. Yeah, whatever, baby. I got you. <laughs> What's that noise? What's that noise? Oh, oh no. Oh no. She oh man, he dreaming. All right, we have all had that dream. We all had that dream. And you all, you know what I mean? You could go 20 minutes in that dream. You like, man, would you turn that? It sound like a car alarm. Turn that shit down. You still dreaming? <laughs> and then you wake up. You look, oh, damn, I was dreaming. Yes, you dreaming, Ninja. Don't wake me. I'm dreaming. If I'm dreaming, then just let me sleep. Don't wake me up till my dream is complete. Yes, indeed. So, yo, y'all did just be like, she paid me, coach. All right, what? Yeah, now you dreaming out here. Go ahead and show it again. Don't worry about it. I got it. 600. Oh, don't worry about it. I got it. Yeah. I don't see how much this brand is. Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. No, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> For the team Rex. I do like that one, but don't worry about it because I got it. Yeah, that ain't never gonna happen. It's so crazy. I'm so happy. Yeah, you can get whichever you want. Yeah, whatever, baby. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what's that noise? What's that noise? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yo, that's how them brothers be looking, coach. She paid me. She paid me, man. I don't be paying out here. Y'all be out the ones here tricking. All right. All right, man. Yeah. All right. You can believe that if you want, man. But you can't come out here and fool CGA. Y'all think I just sat in the studio all my life, huh? All right. Last one on Straggle Sniggle Theater. A cop turns a man into a stepfather. A cop turns a man into a stepfather. So let's go ahead and roll the film on this one. And uh, there you see the police officer right here. We're going to scoot in, scoot in, scoot on in. And uh, it says right here, when you really don't want to pay a speeding ticket. All right. So uh, I'm going to go back and tell you all these pages that I got the content from. Go visit them if you want. Give them a subscribe or a follow. Let's play it. Do you know why I pulled you over just now, sir? Sorry, I was speeding. I'm going to have to write you a speeding Because my wife is giving birth to my my son. Which hospital? Welcome to South Central General. How can I help you? Hi. I was wondering if there are any mothers here who are giving birth to babies and there isn't a father. A lot. Man, damn, she said a lot. Look at his face right here. How many women are here giving birth to babies that don't have daddies? She said a lot. Oh, my Lord. What in the world? All right, let's continue. Thank God. That's excellent. Oh, I'll take her. I'll take her. Hey, hon. I'm trying to get out of a speeding ticket. You're late. Damn, it must be her lucky day. It's stepdaddy season, according to Brittany Renner. She like, damn, I got a ninja that boy. Let's give her a round of applause here. She won. She like, damn, nobody showed up for my live birth. But guess what? 
I got me a stepdaddy on site. It must be the best day of my life. All right. Got a free, I got a free ninja. All right. Just to get out of a ticket, man. This is reprehensible. Nice. Wait a minute. Okay, the cop is like, I want to see how invested you are. A year later, while the baby's walking, cops still, cops still lurking. Oh no, man, he didn't mess this dude's life up. Hold up. Look at the cops still behind, Lord. Oh man, not the cop. He's still there. All right. I'll let you off with a warning. <laughs> oh. Got away with it. Yeah, yeah, you got away with it. Oh no, man. You got away with it, all right, man. You paid dearly. I didn't pay, coach. Yes, you did, man. You paid with your life. Uh, just pay the ticket. Just pay the ticket. You know what I mean? That cost him probably $500,000 of lifetime. Lifetime expenses. I don't pay all to avoid a $250 ticket. And you could have got a fixing ticket. You could have went and got a lawyer to argue it down. All right. He didn't pay nothing. Man. Look, man, he spent all of them years of his life. He did that cop. That cop is working for the Matrix. All right. That cop is definitely officer. What is it? Smith Push that dude in the stepdaddyism. I would have just paid. I would have just paid. <laughs> all right. Anyway, all men pay. Let's get to uh, the rest of the uh, let's see if there's any more support and uh, all of that. Let's give you Uncle Earl real quick. Here comes the bank This is what make it all happen right there. That's, that's going to make it happen. This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double barrel shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What, to who? You don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs. Yeah, we we committed to that. We committed to that. We got faith in the building on Venmo. Says, hey, coach, was in the laundromat yesterday and noticed only men in there washing their clothes, mostly Latino men. He says, but I was like, where are they wives at? Times are a-changing. Shout out to my brothers. What's going on? Not Latino men. Bruh. Not even gorditas? Good lord. All right, not even gorditas. Um, I just got a calendar. I just got a calendar notice. I don't even know who it was about. But um, not even gorditas. Hey, man, times are changing. Everybody's got to notice. We're living in real time. But um, we'll get to this when we talk about the track cons versus the red pill men. Uh, you know, uh, sometimes married men can live in a bubble. And they think that that because married men live in a bubble because they're married and everybody they associate with are married. They live in married communities and then they go to church with married people. So they see more married people than single people, but single people see it from a different uh, outside looking out. 
right, outside looking in. So they see mostly single people and so forth and so on. Then they live in apartments where there aren't married people. So they're not seeing it through a true lens. And so what people are seeing over time that are single, they're seeing the world completely different. Like dating's tougher. Dating's tougher than it has been um, in the last 20 years. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Most people aren't even dating. We got hookup culture, digital sexual revolution, pay for plays, celibate. You got a whole bunch of things going on out here. All right. And uh, married people don't really see it like that. Now we're seeing it. Also, people aren't pairing up. The relationships aren't lasting longer. This is just the reality of it. Right. So you're seeing now also men doing shit on their own because it's somewhat easy and convenient. What men are prioritizing is peace, quiet and freedom. Okay, it is part of my book, The Free Agent Free Agent Lifestyle. What men are prioritizing is their peace, their quiet, and their freedom. Now, a, a lot of people will say, Zach, chill with the money already, all right? What people are, all right, Zach, put his ass on timeout, all right? What the hell is going on? Somebody timeout, Zach. What men are discovering is that it's not worth the trade dealing with someone who's there for a short period of time. And putting up with their bullshit. And then the women are le leveraging, well, I'm not going to cook and I'm not going to clean, right? That's what women are leveraging. And they're like, what? They're, they're leveraging that. That's like, well, you're going to need me anyway. Well, no. Many of the things, as Faith is pointing out, many of the things that women used to leverage in terms of being a helpmate are easily gotten. I can, like I said, I have Rosalinda and her friend come over um, twice, a, twice a month, and they clean my house up and down. They clean the mini blinds. They clean it up and down. All right. I can go get Uber Eats. I can make my own food. I'm very proficient in, in making food. I'm just a little bit lazy. Like, I'm not going to make a four-course meal, but I can make enough food to get me through the day and the week, right? I can order it. I can have it delivered. Right. And so the cooking and cleaning has been somewhat taken off the table so that women don't have to do that anymore, even in marriages. However, what I'm not going to do is have a girlfriend and have a maid. I'm not going to have a girlfriend and have a have some and order Uber Eats and shit like that. That's what I'm not going to do. So she's not just going to be able to get up all under my roof and, and use up all of my oxygen and use up all of my resources and then have her feet all over my furniture smelling like corn nuts, just chilling. While I'm ordering Uber Eats on my dime, while I'm having the maid clean up and the maid's lifting her feet to clean the table and the furniture, that ain't going to happen. Th those two things will not work in conjunction. Okay. That is not going to happen. So if she's leveraging that and bartering that, well, I ain't going to do it. Okay. You also ain't going to be in my house. All right. That's how, that's what ain't going to happen. You aren't getting a commitment that you ain't getting that. Okay. So then the other things that they are bartering, well, you ain't going to get no punani. Okay. I'm going to show you. I'm going to go get some punani. I will have the primus piece of peace leave right here. Come from her dorm and deliver it on a platter. All right. Deliver it like it was a Domino's pizza. Come in. Clap them cheeks. Let her leave with a bowl of jasmine rice and chicken skewers to go. And a couple of dollars so she can do her laundry at her dorm. And it will be cheaper than having you leverage punani food, cooking, and cleaning over me. <laughs> it would be, it's super easy, and it's cheaper. <laughs> it's super cheaper. 
Okay, what else are you going to give me? Well, loyalty, commitment, motivation. All right, man. Man, please. I can go read a book for all this shit. Loyalty, commitment, motivation. I'll be your inspiration. I'll be your cheerleader on the side as you work hard for me to pay for all of my shit. Okay, what else? What else? All right, who's going to fold this goddamn laundry? Who's going to put the pillow cases on the pillow? Well, I'm not going to do all that. I have a job. All right, man. Please. Man, go somewhere. Go kick some damn rocks. So what faith is experiencing is men are going, man, it's easier to do the laundry than to have this woman in my house complaining about doing the laundry. Right? Doing the laundry used to be a chore. Yeah, you got David Goggins to go get some damn motivation. You want some motivation? There's ninjas on the internet that can give you motivation. All right? We don't need no motivation from you. We don't need no cheerleaders. I could, I could have a cheerleading team here fresh in their uniforms, doing kicks for me right now. So it's what people don't understand is these things have been cheap. You know, a lot of women used to leverage it and they're pushing it away. I don't want to do that. Well, okay, don't do it. But you're not getting a commitment either. It's easier to do these things than to deal with women telling me she ain't going to do it. <laughs> All right. Somebody said massages. Are, Nicole, are you leveraging massages? Are you leveraging that lazy ass 10-minute massage, barely 10 minutes. I'm giving you massage and massage your back. They got massage parlors. They got massage studios. You can go get you a massage over here. I got girls I can call in. I got a massage table. Come massage me, and I want the 90-minute shit. I gave you a massage. Massage my feet. No, hell no. No, 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 man. Well, I'm massage your feet. I'll massage your feet, but come on. Dudes, look, it's cheaper it's cheaper to just go pay. Yeah, they got stretch labs. I did whole stretch lab and all that. Man, please, man. She give you that lazy ass massage. Put some massage your shoulders. Act like she know what she doing. Man, I could go get me a massage. Ladies, what are y'all leveraging these days? And I don't want to hear that dudes are going to be out here lonely. How? How in the world are dudes out here lonely? When we got rented chicks for every goddamn thing. I got girls that could do meal plans. Bring her ass in here. And then wear them tight yoga pants while you cooking food all up in my crib. You can't you can't leverage Punani anymore. <laughs> you cannot leverage Punani. Not anymore. Not with no dude that got no money. Not with dude that got no money. You can leverage Punani against a broke ninja. Not with no dude that got any close to any money. You can't leverage that shit. All right. Anyway, you can't do it for other uh, uh, some dudes, but not all. All right, shout out to, we got our brother Jay Moore. Says, first time, long time, no more ninja watching. Thanks, coach. Appreciate you for checking in, man, giving me that contribution. Appreciate you for sticking around for a long time too, man. All right, we got Brandon Money. Says, there is a Tita at work, and she looks like a fun time. Don't, get, don't mess with her, man. Don't mess with her. Don't mess with her. Your pulse nut clarity is going to ruin your job. Leave that gordita alone, man. Let her do her work. She got, she got, she got, uh, she got to go home to Abuelo and Abuela. She got to go home to all of her sisters and all of her cousins and everybody. She probably a single mother. Let her go, bro. Let her go. There's gorditas everywhere. <laughs> abort mission. Hey, abort mission. You can find gorditas anywhere. If you do, you live on the West Coast, bro. Just go to Phoenix, man. If you just gonna, you know what I mean. Your pulse nut clearly going to hit you, and now you stuck with that woman forever. The thing about gorditas, you stuck with them. They 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 take their punani seriously. 
All right. They got she got a whole family of of eight people in one house, bro. Six cars in the parking lot and shit. All right. Do not take on that task. And then you're going to see once she takes off them clothes, you're going to see the you're going to see something you wish you didn't see. Just just go to San Diego. Look, anybody that go to San Diego, go to Phoenix, Tucson. All right. Anywhere in New Mexico, Albuquerque. OK, Las Vegas got plenty of gorditas. All right. Uh, Los Angeles, anywhere. Riverside, San Bernardino. Dude, they they they're in mass. <laughs> they in mass. Santa Ana, Houston. Dude, they never never roll the dice on a gordita. San Antonio, El Paso. I'm telling you, man, you could just make a living if you wanted to. Actually, your favorite dating coaches, that's all they smash is gorditas. All right, and they be out here bragging. That's all they smash is gorditas, dude. I'm telling you, man, they they don't run out. So just <laughs> Corona. Yeah, Corona, California, you you good, man. You good. So just chill out. Never roll the dice on them. They they everywhere. They everywhere. I mean, they almost as more accessible than, than white women, man. They <laughs> all right. Shout out to Daylay, and we will get back to the show. Coach, I seen a lot of women speaking against blue collar workers when blue collar workers are the one helping out, not just women, but they help keep society going. Question with women saying that that they won't date regular uh, working job men like police officers, bus drivers, plumbers, firefighters. Uh, do you believe that a lot of these women will feel less encouraged to help or a lot of these men will feel less encouraged to help modern women and are modern women setting up a storm in the future for themselves? Well, absolutely. I mean, the data is actually out there. Most women will be single. All right. Most women or the majority of women will be single. And childless. So we're already heading there. And I think this is because of the economics, the economics of the situation is going to dictate that women link up, but they want to link up with not men that can uh, uh, grow together. Right. She doesn't want potential. Many women want a guy that already has it. As people say, she waits at the finish line and waits for the winners. Unfortunately, that's going to create a impossible scenario or create po polyamory where they're sharing a top caliber man. I mean, more than likely. Okay. So, um, but it's not going to make men less encouraged to help women at all. No, because most men are in blue pill rage. Blue pill rage. And blue pill rage is dangerous. Uh, people will tell you that red pill rage is dangerous. They'll be like, these red pillars and red pill rage. And I think red pill rage is dangerous. It's a stage that you must mature out of, grow out of when you have abundance, when you start building things, uh, um, uh, building your income, you'll grow out of red pill rage. All right. And so I don't suggest that men stay in red pill rage. I, I think you should mature out of it. But what's worse, it's blue pill rage. All right. You can see it across the board. All right. Blue pill rage is absolutely raging like crazy. Like Captain Savums, our blue pill rage is dudes that are against our message. We're a small minority, but we're telling you the truth. They can't stand it. So they rage. Dude, people are angry with me. Angry. They're angry with me. This is absolutely crazy. So when you have blue pill rage at the level that it's at, right? They're out there will always protect the divine feminine. They're always going to do it. Like Tyrese is another blue pill rager. So blue pill rage is out of control. You got to watch it. So they'll always save. All right. We got 1.6 million people watching me, but we also have 400 people on the notorious channel. It's growing over there. We got less over there, more over here, but I don't care. So we got 2000 people cumulatively. But we only have 596 likes. Hit the like button. We'd be able to move up the main event.
Okay. All right. Hit the like button over there and we'll bring some more people on the free agent lifestyle channel. I know somebody's watching me. Coach's views are going down. No, they ain't. They just come over here on the notorious channel. All right. All right. We got more people over here now. They ain't going down. All right. Uh, let me see here. Let's get back to the show. Story number two. Story number two is going to be, oh, all owls pay. All right. We're going to show you nature. Uh, we talk about all men pay. We talk about the prevalence uh, of uh, uh, all men have paid through the history of time. Right. Some men have paid with their lives. Some people have paid with money directly. Some people have paid with energy and attention, as we call it. But owls are going to show you that even all owls pay. <laughs> all right. And so this is what it looks like in nature. And then you can um, you can actually just understand how you look. You know, you don't see yourself paying. But like, take a look here. Here's a male owl <laughs> right here buying his girl groceries at Target. Filling up her grocery chart, uh, grocery uh, grocery cart at Winn-Dixie. And there he is right there. He's going to deliver a treat to the woman. And she meet, he, he goes 80%. She comes 20%. It was more like 90-10. He gives her a treat. And uh, he was like, girl, you enjoying that treat? She was like, boy, this treat is good. Mm -mm. What is this? Cheesecake factory? What is this? Barbecue? It's barbecue in there. What is this, baby? This is good. Nom, nom, nom. And he was like, good, baby. Enjoy that treat. And uh-oh, wait a minute. What in the world? Hey, man, he five-stroke special, and he out. Look at this. Oh, wait a minute. And look, she don't even know what happened. She said, what the... She ain't even down her meal yet. And this ninja done shot up the club and skied it. Look, she's sitting there like, what the world just happened? Did he get me for my punani? <laughs> Did he get me? My man hit her with them five strokes and bounce. He was like, yeah, I'm done. It's barbecue in there. No mas. <laughs> right? Lord, have mercy. Let's take a look. Instant replay. She minding her own business. This ninja brought. The food, the money, the energy, attention, and time. Handed it off to her and was like, look over there. Eat that food right there. Went for the back door. He went for the back door. Lord, and he gave it a one, two, three, four, five, and he got the hell up out of there. What? <laughs> oh, Jesus. What is wrong with that? Oh, the humanity. Let's talk about the man. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. Man, he hit her with the okie doke. He from the top rope. My man got on the top rope. <laughs> Ladies, have y'all ever felt like this after you got played? <laughs> mm. Ladies, all men pay, right? Have y'all ever felt like this afterwards? Hey, let them know, man. Let them know. Look how she looking. She looking dumb. Look, she like, yeah, I need a man that's six. I need an owl that's six inches tall. I need an owl that make money. I need an owl that take me out. Look at that's how she looking. That's how y'all be looking all delusional. I need an owl with a with a two pack. I need an owl that bring me food. I need an owl that'll pay my bills. The owl say, "Hell yeah! All right, you what? Yeah, you looking for me? You looking for me, baby? I got you, baby. I'm yours if you want me. I bring you a rat. All right? Look at this bitch right here. He was like, "Come get it, bitch. Come get it." He was like, "Come get you, yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch. You want all that, baby? I got you." I got you. I'm going to bring you the food right to your platter. <laughs> All right. And then look, gave her the food. He was like, yeah, you like that, baby? You like that? That's what a player could do. That's what I do, baby. I put food on your table. I put food directly in your mouth. All right. And uh, I don't even need nothing for it. So why don't you just enjoy that meal real quick? And uh, I'm going to just go up here, baby. Yeah. I'm going to just go back here 
eat up, baby. It's on me. Eat up. Yep. And look, he done came off the top rope like Randy Savage on her mm. while she while she eating her food. Ninja, she ain't even taking two bites. This ninja off the top rope. Off the top damn rope. So, yes, you got a man that will give you money and shopping trips, shopping sprees, and VIPs. All right, he gave her that. And then he said, oh, guess what? You about to give me them guns? Oh, oh, no, hell no. Wait, and he was like, now you get no more dough. We can't even kick it no more. Mm. All right, damn, now that he skeeted off her, look it. She out here leaking wide open, wide open. And now she looking like Ebony Williams over here. She like, but I'm educated. I have a degree. I've flown myself to Paris. <laughs> That's what she was doing. She said, I could do all bad by myself, man. Oh, man. But look, all owls pay. All owls pay. And even the male owl knows this. And ladies, there are guys out here, out here that will pay. They're going to give you everything you ask for. I need a man that has this and has that in the house and established and all of that. All you're going to get taken is to the stabbing cabin. You're going to get them guts and you're going to be traded in and you're going to be Tuesday. You're going to be Wednesday. You're going to be Thursday. That's how it works. So you want men to have all this stuff. But yeah, the dudes that have all of this stuff, they got access. They do. They do. But now you can fly yourself to Paris. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. She's ready to go. Go fly yourself to Paris now. All right. You got food in your belly. All right. It is what it is. All right. So the next one right here, woman fakes her own kidnapping. <laughs> Let's take you to the store. Ladies, what's wrong out here? Do y'all need some help? I need some help out here. All right. Yeah, man. Y'all need some help. I'm sure mental health had this, something to do with it. Um, But uh, here it is right here. We talked about, you know, XX is using the damsel in distress and lying. Fair use. Let's go ahead and play the story. It was an intense day across Westmoreland County after the reported disappearance of Chloe Stein, a 23-year-old police were told was about to graduate on Saturday from Penn State, Greater Allegheny. There was a scare that went on through the entire community. But after more than 20 hours of searching for Chloe Stein and questioning as many people as they could, police concluded Stein's disappearance was all a lie. Well, there she is, Chloe Stein here, uh, JHS 2018, Penn State University 2023. Uh, we told you on the members only show yesterday morning, CoachGregAdams.Locals.com members only live stream. That is graduation season and you're going to see a lot of this because they don't have any direction. They misguided, undecided. They don't know what they want to do. And let's see why she lied. That lie included the report she was a college senior, a detail that can be seen on her Instagram bio reading PSU 23. One of the things that came to light while we were searching for you was uh, this college thing. This college, you, you your family thinks you're graduating on Saturday. Oh, That's not happening. You know you're not graduating on Saturday. Oh, wait. All right. So she done dropped out of college. She's somebody's junior college. You know, this woman's getting her insides pushed to her esophagus. All right. For fees and fleas. All right. So, you know, she at the junior college. All right. And so she done dropped out of college, lied to her parents, her daddy. Her daddy thought she was he was sending tuition to the school. She done dropped out of college. So when graduation ceremony was coming up, she had to act like she was kidnapped. Boy, these little 
these little Millie Mouth muskrats is out of control. I reached out to Penn State Greater Allegheny this morning. They tell me Stein hasn't been enrolled at any Penn State campus since the fall 2018 semester. Whoa, my Lord. This woman faked four years of college. Well, let me tell you, she's been in college. She's been in the JUCO, right? She's been in the JUCO. She's been in CGA's college. This woman faked four years of college. Wow. Unbelievable, man. They be out here lying, and they start this lying early, man. They start, I, I tell you, man, they start these lies early. And daddy been pit, said, what, who, man, this is crazy. Master, that is one of the big reasons police change their approach to this investigation. Now, all of a sudden, as an investigator, we're thinking, well, wait a second, there's alternatives. There's reasons for her not, there's reasons for her to quote unquote disappear. To, to escape life police say the lies did it wow look at that man boy master splinter this is the same person there's no freaking way brothers man almighty i'm telling y'all man when you understand how the miracles of modern science works i'm not very impressed with many women i know i'm 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 older now but I, dude master that's the same woman they were showing let's go back let's go back <laughs> there's no way Y'all ladies got to ease up on the makeup and the Instagram filters. Look at this. Look, look, that's her right there. Yep, that's her. And that's you. And then when they brought her ass out, <laughs> did she look like this? Oh, my Lord. This is unbelievable. She looked like this. Guys, when you get married, when you move your girlfriend in, this is what she's going to look like 90% of the time. 90, 95%. Of the time you see her when you move in, tell me I'm lying. Somebody tell me I'm lying. However your girl looks like on Facebook and Instagram, that's what she's going to look like 5% of the time. And that's when you take her out on a date. That's when she goes out with her girlfriends. That's when you're going to family events. That's the only time you're going to see her. The rest of the time you see her on a Saturday, on a weekend, that's what she's going to be looking like. With her booty shorts on and a big oversized sweatshirt. And she's going to be looking like this right here. That's how you're going to wake up sitting on the couch all day. Eating ice cream all day long. She ain't jumping that shower since Friday morning. She gonna ride that couch until Monday morning. That's the next time she touching that shower. All right. <laughs> all right, but let's continue here. What else they got to say about this young woman here? Uh, let's oh, wait a minute. Man, I don't want all that. Oh, here we go right here. Unquote disappear. To, to escape life. Police say the lies didn't stop there. After being taken into custody, police say Stein even gave herself some minor injuries and told them she had been pulled over, held at gunpoint, and blindfolded. Stein's attorney released a statement saying his client and her family are grateful for the support and kindness for all concerning recent events. And to that end, they respectfully request privacy at this time. Despite saying her claims about being abducted were a lie, state police say they wouldn't have handled anything differently for a missing person investigation. Anger is not necessarily how we feel. We feel relief. Yeah, but see, I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. All right, man, Kanye, stop interrupting my show with that, man. You're going to get me in trouble. Kanye, stop interrupting my show. First of all, these people should feel angry. Their resources were used. They were spread out thin. Pause. Well, not so much pause. And they were spending all of this time following this uh, tangled web, and that was easily solvable. And these guys did their investigation and found out she wasn't enrolled. 
But um, these people use these damsel in distresses to cover up something very minor, and they create a big mountain out of a molehill, and um, all because they did something stupid, right? And they could not confess their sins. So you see this quite a bit, and I want you to be vigilant about this, especially when you're dealing with young women. Young women tend to do these things under 25. They always going to create a narrative that because they, they live in this delusional state, right? They haven't yet grown up enough to know adult teens. So you guys got to watch out for that. They will create a bigger story in order to cover in order to cover a small story. And uh, there's too many examples of that. All right. So let's go to the next one here. Interesting story. Let's see what her thing is. Um, She's not out of your league. She's out of your price range. All right, let's take a look at this story about a newscaster. Several newscasters here caught. And this one is a uh, newscaster named CNBC reporter Hadley Gamble. Actually reported on this in 2020. All right, is this the story I want to cover? Let me see if I can do this. This is the story. Let me see if this is the one. Oh, this is it. Okay, hold on for a second. I don't even know if this is the story, but let's go ahead and show it here. All right. And so I think I covered this in 2020 during the quarantine where she got exposed for dating this guy on the sneak and he showed up on her webcam. But so we'll go ahead and review it. There's a billionaire right here. Hadley Gamble was in a hotel suite um, in Turkey with the billionaire and his name is Tom Barrick. Let's go ahead and tell the story here. So this is <laughs> headline here in the New York Post. The video that exposed the relationship between Trump donor and not just any Trump donor. This is Tom Barack. He's huge name in Republican politics and CNBC anchor. She was also the person who was involved with Jeff Shell, who was the CEO of NBC. Whoa, 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 whoa. So hold on for a second. This woman out here in these streets. In these streets. So wait a minute. And that's a plain Jane. I've been telling you about the plain Janes here. Let me show you the Jeff Snell uh, part of the story here. I think I took the clip down. I took the clip down, I think, because I was ready to share it. So Jeff Snell was another CEO that got in trouble recently. And um, she got in, I think he got in trouble. It was like a Me Too. It was like a Me Too case, if I'm not mistaken. I, and I messed up, and I thought I had the clip ready to go to show you. But um, she claimed something happened, brought Jeff Snell down. All right. And so this is the same woman out here. In these streets. And guess what? Guess what she out here doing? I think she was married. Was she married or the other guy married? But let's let's talk about it. So now she's out here rolling around with another billionaire. What do I tell you? She She's not out of your league. She's just out of your price range. So let's go ahead and roll the story here. He was fired, NBC Universal. He was fired after an internal investigation revealed what they called inappropriate conduct, having some sort of a remote, romantic relationship with this reporter. Damn, so she got Jeff Snell fired. Just so you're catching up, she got Jeff Snell fired for an affair. And now they done found out that she was not only rolling around in the hay in an affair with Jeff Snell. She was also rolling around allegedly with this billionaire who had the bag. And it was a conflict of interest for media. Let's go ahead and play it. So put the next piece up on the screen. What happened is she was getting ready for a live shot. And he, Tom Barack, this major Trump donor, wanders into the background and she's seen in this video like you know telling him to get off the screen um and then he walks away in these streets bruh 
I remember this. This was 2020. I actually talked about this when it came out. <laughs> Look, he don't know. He just chilling. They somewhere in Turkey and she being flown all around. Men don't pay, right? She being flown all around the world, been around the world and not yeah, yeah. Oh, I've been focusing on my career. So I could focus on my career. And I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, you've done all of that by on whose dime. So what do I tell you about billionaires, dude? They be getting these girls and be they be passing them around, man. Let's get to it. And her, you know, colleagues and coworkers who are able to see this, and I'm sure this has been passed around CNBC quite a lot, realize that this is this billionaire. Yes. Um, who, by the way, she put the next piece up. She had, you know, done interviews with as a supposedly neutral journalist. Mm. There were also um, questions about how she had been able to secure an interview with Jared Kushner. All right. I, we know how she was able to secure it. It's very simple, guys. It's very simple. The oldest profession in the street has always been a thing. This is nothing new. This is nothing new. She's just getting exposed because, first of all, she exposed herself. She was the one that put Jeff Snell out business out in the street. And then when they was like, OK, let's backtrack your shit. And then she got caught up. All right. And so she tried to out go out here. I'm just holier than thou. I was focusing on my career. Jeff Snell did this and that. He the bad guy. And they said, let's go ahead and see your film footage. All right. And then they rolled her footage and they was like, hold up in these streets. You getting all these interviews. How you getting all these interviews? So, of course, you know, Donald Trump's son in law and also a key aide in that administration. And so there were questions raised about, hey, maybe this relationship that you had, uh, maybe that's what led to you scoring this big interview. So, I mean, Obviously, incredibly embarrassing for her, but also I think does reveal the nature of the uh, incestuous world that is the political media industrial complex. From Woo -wee. All right. Shout out to Breaking Points. Fair use for using that piece of footage there. Um, as you see, man, ain't nothing changed but the date. Ain't nothing changed but the date, man. There's still quid pro quo out here. All right. There's some women working their way up to the top feverishly. And then this woman comes and drops her neck. Somebody asks, is this a um um is this a uh flatback supreme? Hell no, that's a million that that is a um that is the um um master splinter. She's a master master splinter, she's nowhere near flatback supreme. But these billionaires be using what they using out here. It is crazy, crazy world, man. They're just out here trying to work. You trying to work hard, and there's somebody out here dropping neck. <laughs> All right, dropping neck to get their way to the top. Let's show you another one, man. These, you know. Hey, she's not in your, she's not out of your league. She's just out of your price range. And you would be surprised at the women that are out there out of your price range, AKA celibates. Um, let me show you this clip right here. Uh, this young woman right here has no shame. All right. Here's a supposed CEO guy out here. And, uh, you know, he got money. He over here sitting around here like this. I'm hey, um, here's the thing. Rich white people don't be looking rich. You know, they got the rich uniform on, but they don't be having like gold necklaces, gold chain, gold teeth wearing fried chicken. A bit. Like they don't even look like it. They go under looking rich. All right. But you know who who could smell it? White girls. They know how to get to it. The master splinters of the world, the Millie Mouth muskrats. All right. They know how to get to that bag. Let's go ahead and show you her no shame having ass. Let's play it. Yeah, you're ready for action. 
good answer. It's <laughs> so great to chat to you. <laughs> Look forward to speaking next quarter. There you go. There's your smile. Thank you. Great to, uh, great to chat to you, sir. Thank you. The mess CEO there. Boy, oh my goodness, man. Calm down. Calm down, Master Splinter. Look at all of this choosing signals and all of this obeying obedience and subservient and submission she's doing to him. She giving up all the signals. She might as well just lift the leg at this point. She leaking. She's soft and wet. Boy, she was like, come get this soft and wet. Choosing. Choosing. Yeah, man, she choosing, man. Look at this right here. Action. Good answer. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Look, she said good answer. What, what did he say? Looking for some action? Yeah, you're ready for action. What? <laughs> Boy, oh boy, man, calm down. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. <laughs> Look how she looking. All smiles, she's showing teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. This is choosing signals right here, boy. This is telling you right there. And look at this man. Look at him. He all tight-lipped. He's sitting over there like, man, bitch, keep it down. <laughs> all right, keep it down. Get in line. And she out there putting on her best performance. Yeah, you're ready for action. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> great to chat to you look at that that bow down that's submissive you ever see a black woman do this right here she looking down bowing down look at this right here you ain't never gonna see a black woman do this they got too much pride they on their ebony williams but the millie mouth muskrat she be like look yeah uh-huh uh-huh she's showing i'll drop that neck it's barbecue in there all right here we go chat to you. <laughs> look forward to speaking next quarter there you go there's your smile there's your smile y'all giggly i knew i could get you Look at him. Now he's showing his teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. Man, boy, we be out here starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> right? We out here starving. Everybody's showing teeth. She like, I know if I could get you to show your teeth, I'm yours. Thank you. Great to, uh, great to chat to you, sir. Thank you. The man, how many Thank see you. you there? Man, oh my Lord, Jesus, man. Calm down, lady. Calm down, man. Put the fire out. <laughs> Put the fire out, Lord. These women out here be starving when you show up with a little bit of dough. <laughs> My goodness, calm down. Remember, guys, she's not out of your league. She's out of your price range. <laughs> More than likely, that's the case. You just got to be disciplined with your meat and your money. You definitely got to be disciplined with that. All right, let's see here. Do we have a 1,000 likes? Give me them 1,000 likes over there on the main channel. All right, give me them thousand likes on the main channel. We're going to do this, then we're going to get to the super chats, then the main event. As soon as we get the thousand likes, we're going to do the trad cons versus the red pill. Trad cons versus the red pills. Apparently, this is going down. We have Fresh and Fit making an appearance today, Sneeko making an appearance, Matt Walsh, and Ben Shapiro. Apparently, the trad cons are trying to save men and save men from their own lives, pushing them towards marriage. And then we also have the other side, which is the RP. And they're talking about high-value men and what men need to do to protect themselves. Now, some of these things and prescriptions Red Pill gives is not at all prescription for all men. For instance, the conversation on the table is should men in their 20s get a vasectomy? Now, we got to understand, you know, wh whatever chink you have in your armor is going to represent all of the so-called Red Pill manosphere and so forth and so on. So if one person leads and says it, then all people are supposed to believe it. So let's break it down and go to see, to check out what's going on here. First things first, there was a tweet that was tweeted out by, uh, let's call him the gatekeeper. All right, the gatekeeper. All right, that's all we're going to call his name here. He tweets out, the gatekeeper tweets out the quickest path to becoming a high value man. Now, that was Kevin Samuels thing. That was Kevin Samuels thing. Um, but Kevin Samuels didn't create high value men. 
but he was the one talking about it. But as you can see on the tweet, um, the quickest path to becoming a high value man, it says right here, do not get married, number one. Okay, do not get married. Number two, avoid family creation. All right, this is interesting because th this person is actually both of these things, but he, he probably says he's a high value man. I don't know. Number three, vasectomy in your 20s. Vasectomy in your 20s. This is a prescription, I believe. Number four, lift consistently. <laughs> lift consistently. Who is this coming from? All right, lift some weights. Number five, eliminate all sed uh, sedations. I'm, su I'm supposing that's weed, marijuana, and drugs, and alcohol, and all that. Uh, number six, learn game and network. All right, learn game and network. Number seven, play to your strengths and build wealth. Eight, resist easing up on your focus. And I'm not sure if he retweeted someone else. I'm richer versus, I don't know what's happening here. I didn't, I didn't go that far, okay? Now, some of these I agree with, some of these I don't, all right? And that's just the nature of what people call the red pill. It's not everybody needs to agree. Now, what happened was the Trancon, the Tradcons, Ben Shapiro, Matt Walsh, and we'll break these guys down. These are guys that are traditional conservatives. They're conservative tra traditionals, and most of their prescriptions are going to come from a religious base, right? Christian or Juda Judaism or uh, Islam. And uh, we got to understand that, that that's for where they're coming from. Now, Matt Walsh and Ben Shapiro picks up on this, and I'll show you their responses. It says right here, wait a minute, let me see if I can make it larger. That's what she said. The path to becoming a high-value man is apparently to neuter yourself and die alone with no legacy and no descendants, all right? And so these, this is the response back from the Tradcons. And so they picked up on this tweet because they follow all of us. I'm just letting you know. They follow all of us. We're big time over here, and they're big time as well. So they picked up on it, and that was Matt Walsh's response. We're going to talk about Matt Walsh in a minute. Then Ben Shapiro chimes in, and let me see, we'll show you what Ben Shapiro says as his prescription for men. Ben Shapiro responds to what we call the gatekeeper over here, and he says the, quick, the quickest path to becoming a high-value man, number one, stay healthy. Number two, get a job. Number three, get married. Number four, go to church in the synagogue. I always tell you that's going to be a part of it. Number five, have kids. And number six, develop a skill set, then deploy it in the most market-driven way. All right, and so I would call that generic. I mean, that's pretty That's pretty generic. All right, but um, that would be from a traditional path. Now, now, one of the problems that we have with Tradcons is they tend to push dudes into getting married, which is going to be uh, somewhat, like I said earlier, when people are in married, they're in a marriage bubble, meaning their close associates are married. Everybody at their good private school are married. Then they start going around to who they socialize with, married. People at their church, synagogue, married. They're in a marriage bubble. So Matt Walsh came out, and I did a video on this. He basically was saying, roll the dice. Take the gamble. All right? And so we kind of broke that down as well. Now what is happening down on the – let me see if I can find the clip. What is happening now is that Red Pill is taking prominence. A lot of people are becoming more famous or just as famous as Tradcons. And now you have this battle between what should we be telling men to do? Okay, so let me show you a woman Tradcon response. And then we'll show you the Red Pill response to this response to the uh, gatekeeper's tweet. 
Here's a, I believe, a trad con here. And she says a vasectomy is a trans surgery. <laughs> this is how far it's getting. Uh, a vasectomy is a trans surgery. If you get one, you're not a man. You're mentally. Can we say retard? Or we can say that there. I'm not sure you two. So now the typically what happens to traditional conservatives because they're juggling a whole bunch of shit over there. They're they're juggling a lot. So they're not really focused on men like that. Men are mostly utilities. Men are trying to men are pushed up to the top. Right. Men are the leaders and they'll have the woman come in in their Fox News dress. Right. And it's sort of like a uh, it's the, they're playing house over there. So what you're seeing is they will typically deal with the smallest thing over here, the red pill, but they will paint everybody with the same broad brush. So what they did with the gatekeepers tweet is they took the gatekeepers tweet and they went wild with it. And that's the only thing they're going to focus on because, and in fact, just to slightly defend the gatekeeper, the gatekeeper gave a bunch of prescriptions and vasectomy was only one. And I highly disagree with it. I don't agree with men in their twenties getting such a serious procedure. Although you can get a reverse you probably want to deal with some sort of discipline instead of, I mean, get, deal with discipline because you, you don't want to, you don't want to actually make a life altering decision that fast. All right. But this is, this is all dependent on who you are. I, that's why I can't tell you, for instance, I can't tell you what your situation is. So I wouldn't give a prescription like that for everybody. I would have to hear your story. What are you up against? Do you have a thousand women that are trying to get impregnated by you? Probably not. If you had a thousand women trying to get impregnated by you, I would say maybe, maybe you should consider it. Unfortunately, because they they cherry picked his tweet, they cherry picked this tweet. They only focused on number three. They only focused on number three, which number one and two are something that even he did, but he's saying you need to not do it when you're young. So most of these prescriptions, I'm assuming, are a young man's thing not somebody in their 50s we do have to understand that so if we say don't become a stepdaddy most of the time we're saying dr thunder says this when we give you a prescription to not become a stepdaddy it's not for 40 and 50 year old men we might say based on your situation maybe you might have to look at it if you're in a in a, in a hurry however we tell men to not become a stepdaddy mostly because we don't want you to become one in your 20s and 30s Right. We don't want you to make a decision in your mid 20s to be a stepdaddy. Now, people take that. Don't become a stepdaddy and run with it and say he's telling all men not to become a stepdaddy. Well, kind of, sort of. But specifically for young men, don't do it because it's probably not going to turn out the best for you. So they took the one thing vasectomy in your 20s that we're going to focus on because the trad cons are focusing on it. Now, now they're calling it a trad con is calling it a trans surgery. Mm -hmm. So trad cons typically have to deal with multitude of issues, immigration, politics. All right. These type of things. And they balance it transitioning. They typically focus on the trans thing. They give it way too much attention. It's a bad thing that that's being pushed in front of the youth, I believe. But they give it way too much attention, but it gets views. So I can't I can't fault them for it. I don't fault them for it, but they're juggling a lot of things. So you'll see them cross over. So they focus a lot on trans and they also focus on a lot on traditional conservatism. Now, this woman floated. The, they she floated both of them across. She basically put both of them in the one. And that's an example of it, because they are juggling multitude of issues, not just manhood and masculinity.
it's in there, but it's not completely in there. So now she's calling it a trans surgery. Wow. All right. Interesting. Interesting. So no, the, the idea of traditional conservatism is no, protect. do not protect yourself. Let's get to fresh and fit and Sneeko. Now, fresh and fit and Sneeko, you guys know both of them. Uh, you know them. Uh, you know Sneeko more than I do. I've never watched any of his videos, but not to say I don't support him. I don't know much about him. I know you guys don't believe that, but it is true. All right. He does have a couple of videos where I think Sneeko probably he's more probably traditional than Myron and or Walter are from the beginning. So he he wants I think Sneeko wants a submissive woman. There's a video of him where he's talking about he went to Asia, an Asian country. I can't remember. And I was going to show it last week. I still have it primed up, but I have to find it in one of my millions of tabs that are open. He was saying that the women are naturally feminine and submissive. Okay. Then he says Western women don't have this quality. So he wants to push for that, meaning he probably wants that as opposed to the other red pill guys, maybe Myron and Walter. They're, they're like, hey, it ain't worth it, right? So they might support the gatekeeper saying, get a vasectomy in your 20s. And they have a good debate here, which many of you guys should hear. Okay, I haven't seen the whole clip, but they have a debate. Sneeko's like, what's the purpose of being high value if you're not going to have marriage and kids? Myron says, it ain't worth it. Protect yourself. Let's hear this. This is a good, this is a good um, back and forth because we need not so much of an echo chamber all the time. So Sneeko's challenging many of the red pill thoughts. Here we go. I'm watching this, get a vasectomy to become a high value man in the 20s. Again, I told you, it's a sliding mm -hmm. scale on the male. If the guy makes money and he's promiscuous, having a vasectomy might be a good move for him. But if you're a dude, you're not smashing girls like that, or maybe you have a monogamous relationship, then maybe no. Just All right, and so Myron makes a fair point. Again, he didn't prescribe vasectomies for all men in their 20s. He actually made the point that I made. Do you have a thousand women that are willing to have sex with you? Well, then maybe if you can't control your salami. But he was like, if you got nothing coming your way, no, no need to get it. All right, fair point. Swear condom, don't be a retard. But it depends on the individual, man. You don't because have a hard on this. By the way, sorry for the volume. This is as loud as I can get it. No, you can't because here's the thing with men. Men don't have the same sexual options that women do. Mm -hmm. There's a minority of men that are fucking all the girls. We know this. So you can't put the same set of rules on one set of guys as other guys because other guys don't have the ability or the option to even get the girls. I, I, I think it's, it's equivalent to like having a stance on abortion. You can either be pro-life or pro-choice. You're pro-choice, for example, you're pro-choice. I'm pro-life. I don't think that people should think of abortion as a birth control option. Like I think it's, a vasectomy can be as hard as that. I think it's a, the equivalent. It's like an abortion for men. I All right. And so again, I think uh, this is an interesting point. It's a great conversation. He says a vasectomy is like an abortion for men. Um, I won't uh, completely agree with me with that because it sounds like also it sounds like it's a trans surgery. I think it's not an abortion for men. I think it is like wearing a condom. All right. Which Myron says, but this is a good debate. This is actually this is actually a good back, back and forth because the man oftentimes carries millions of seeds and he carries the seed of life in him. So if putting is a putting on a condom an abortion, I don't or I can't say that. I already said it. It would be similar to akin to birth control more than it would be a termination of the pregnancy. But uh, hold on for a second. Damn, I, I, I closed the window on accident. Hold on for a second. Let's go back to my history. Feet pictures, Puerto Rican girls. All right. All right. I got it back up. 
All right, I got to back up. I had to get it was between my feet pitcher collection and Puerto Rican Jays in New York. All right, Washington Heights, stand up. All right, for some reason, I closed the tab. Let's go back to the tab and see what's going on here. It's equivalent to like having a stance on abortion. You can either be pro-life or pro-choice. You're pro-choice, for example, you're pro-choice. I'm pro-life. I don't think that people should think of abortion as a birth control option. Like, I think a vasectomy can be as hard as that. I think it's a, the equivalent. It's like an abortion for men. I think you should be, I think you should have a hard stance on an issue like this. You, you ever use a plan B? Don't like it. Yeah. No! Oh, man. See, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, Fresh calls out. Fresh calls out Sneeko on this one. So, look at even this girl right here. <laughs> looking at Sneeko like, what? Look at all the girls looking at Sneeko. Caught. And Sneeko has the cat that ate the canary look on his face. All right. Everybody's looking at Sneeko. So, Sneeko tried to take a position. And uh, the position was decent. But then he got called out. Has you ever used a plan B? Uh, you know, men get called out on their shit. So, he's used the same thing. Let's continue. It's for the mental no. security, bro. not for the killing bro. the baby thing. You funny, Sneeko. You funny. You, 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 Are you really going to equate a plan B to an abortion? <laughs> Nigga, you just said, that's not the same thing. <laughs> All right, somebody said somebody's uh, gatekeepers pull, pushing Satan with this prescription. We all know that's not the same thing. You have to go you into the clinic. Baby, I didn't kill no baby. Yeah, I, just, baby. I just didn't want Stico. the panic. I didn't <laughs> want the attacks. I just wanted to go to clarity. Oh, oh. No vasectomy, right? Yeah. No plan Bs then. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so Sneeko conceded on that. Continuing. That's fair. Yeah, oh, man. That's fair. <laughs> I've, done, I've done it in my past, but I don't advocate towards that. I would say, I would say it's probably not the best option to pick a plan b fair use fair use fair use um you know fresh and fit we still cool all right don't be hitting me with no copy try copyright we cool and all of that let's continue <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> Think of I have conservative views on most things, but there are some things that I just have to operate on 2023 standards, bro. I wish it was 1950, Sneaker. I really do, bro. I wish I could. And here's the other thing, too. I'm not saying it's 1950. I'm, I'm not I'm not going forward with the trad con mentality. I'm saying that it's just better to avoid these women and try to... You gotta go somewhere else. That's... that's Okay, uh, then I'll... Uh, that's yo, better advice else? than... Cool. It's better advice than well, like, let's be, look, bro, most Americans don't have passports. Let's yeah. keep it all the yeah. way 1,000. All right. And so, man, this is a good, I think this is a good conversation for young men. All right. And so you're hearing a lot of stuff. You are, you're hearing things implied. You're thinking we're giving you a prescription. You're hearing passport bros. You're hearing a lot of these things, but young men still have to pay for the passport and pay for the tickets. And then you only got three weeks over there, what you're doing. And that's not a solution for all men. It's a solution, solution, especially for men 35 and up. But between 20 and 35, what's the solution? You don't even afford, you can't even afford to go to Wendy's and get a chili and a beef burger. And they're telling you get passports, right? So most men, that's not a good prescription for all men. And uh, they're acknowledging this. So this is one of the better, this is not even a debate. This is just a good conversation, especially for young men who watch our content. All right, let's continue. Americans never leave the United States. Well, we tell guys to go but, get their money up and get in shape. Why can't you tell these guys to get in shape? Okay. Stick up. They, if they I agree. Go, that's you're going to find good women in, in America. 
The problem is to find good women that actually want to be with you and with the family. Right. Genuinely, is going to be tough because most men are visible. Yeah, I, we agree on that. Right. So we're just saying have your options, but you need to know how to filter. And these steps that Rolo said yeah. earlier can okay, be stop ducking. Hard stance. Pro or pro or con. Yes I'm going to no. give you this. As a man, you got to decide for yourself. Individual stance and goals will determine advice for your audience. They really value you guys are the number one men self help yes. podcast yes. in the world, right? Yeah, I think this is an important issue cool. to cool. have a stance on. I, I agree with this one. I agree with Fresh and I agree with Sneeko because uh, Fresh is telling you protect your neck. All right, have your options. There's women out here scamming, they can't get married, they're getting pregnant, they're doing me too's and assault cases and false allegations and true allegations. So he's true. And then Sneeko's like, tell the man what it is. Are you going to tell men to get a vasectomy at 20? I would never tell men to do this. And I've never, you can't find no footage of me telling you to do this. All right. So we need to hear because Sneeko's like, y'all got the biggest show. What would you tell men? Are you going to follow the gatekeeper's advice? The gatekeeper said, get a vasectomy in your 20s. All right. Are you going to follow that? I'm going to ask you directly. Hey, man, who in here telling me to debate people? I don't debate nobody. YouTube guy. I don't debate nobody. CGA stands on his own points. Do not put that shit on there. I don't need to debate nobody in this space. CGA is the king of kings. All right. Stop putting that shit in there. Or or put up the 10 racks. Put up late. Let me put this on camera. Put up the $10,000. Hey, look, I've already showed you, man. The only way to debate me is to sneak attack me, and I'm going to still roll over your ass. All right. Listen, ain't no debates over here. Put up the 10 racks. Or shut your ass up. All right. That's the that's the point on the debate. Put up the everybody knows it's 10 racks for me to show up on anybody's platform to debate. Ten thousand dollars or shut your punk ass up. That's it. Ain't no debating. There's no need for me to come up out of this studio. Everybody, if I come out of this studio, pay. <laughs> Period. Or I'll do my show. That's what it is. Everybody pays. Everybody pays. Put up the 10 racks. And if you want to see me versus the gatekeeper, it's going to be 20 to 25 racks. I'm going to need to get paid because everybody's going to take it and dice it up and they're going to put it up there and they're going to show it and they're going to make their rent money. And all I got was what? A debate. Put up the money or shut up. Put up or shut up. All right. I don't I don't debate people for free. Anyway, I'm going to get some view money out of this because it can't get no views on my channel because it's demonetized. Put that shit up. Put it on pay-per-view. Put your 10 racks up. Or be quiet. Let's continue back with the show. <laughs> Let's continue. I've already showed you my debate skills. Uh, you can't beat me. I've already been on here with every uh, everybody else, and I stood firm. Let's continue. So, audience, as a man, right, you have to decide for yourself, what do you want? Do you want a family, or do you want to be successful? But ultimately, what leads to what? I'm just saying, personally speaking, if you're successful, you have a better chance of getting a better family. And at the same time, proving Rolo's point, vasectomies do help certain men because once again men are horny as fuck bro they want to fuck bitches so once they fuck girls bob is with like you said earlier plan b's because things do happen so to avoid this mistake or things happening out of weblock you, you yeah. should actually get i think you're looking into the vasectomy way too much yeah. he's, he's giving advice to make it retard proof bro pretty much i understand that but now I, I think we can go further and i think our, our value system is different i think that overall in your life experience the happiest state you're, you're ever going to be in is with children is in, with grandchildren i don't want to die like I'm, i could be in my funeral bed and have a bunch of lambos and watches around me but that's not going to make me happy i want to have my grandchildren there. okay that okay 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 before we get ahead here i have to fear you stop this um 
Fresh is giving an overall, hey, if you're wealthy, you're rich. Watch out. There's apex predators. That's just basic general advice that men give on this one. But then you got to look at the lens of the individual. So now Sneeko's coming from the lens of the individual where he believes that having watches and Lambos is not enough. Now, the thing is, I'm going to assume that he has these things already, right? And so he's in a position where he has those. And as we know, it's empty, right? It's just things. And now he's looking for something different. So he's willing to roll the dice. So he's saying, I want to roll the dice. Why would I get a sec? I think he's under 30. So he falls in the 20 category. He's like, I'm ready to roll the dice. He wants legacy. That's what he wants now. And then in his mind, let me just tell you right now. Let me just tell you right now. In his mind, he believes I, I, this is where I'm going to disagree with Sneeko because you're going to hear this later. He's 24. All right, shout out to him. Where he believes is that when he dies, because he's had a family, he believes that his Lambos and watch are not enough, that when he dies, that his death is going to look like this. Let me turn it down. And he's going to be in a hospital bed. Beep. 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 All right. And so around his bed is going to be his grandchildren, his children, his wife, his mother. He thinks everybody's going to be around his bed. His children are going to be father, father, what a wonderful father you were. You taught me everything in life. You taught me how to be a man. You taught me how to chop wood. You taught me how to barbecue. You taught me how to not pipe down raw hookers. You taught me how to protect my seed. Father, dear father, father, you eternally will live in the Forever life of our world. Your last name will be carried on. Your legacy is well protected. Father, in your last dying and waking breaths, dying and waking, you, Father, have been the best father I could ever have. And thus, I give to you in your last waking moments. Before you expire, I will take everything you've passed down to me, the house, the car, the clothes, the shoes, the hose, and I will give you give you something to be proud of while you're taking that dirt nap. Go ahead and drop his ass. All right, that's what you think. And then you think your daughter's going to step up? Father, you think your daughter's going to step up like this here? As you're dying, you're going to die alone. No, I'm not. I have a father. I, I mean, I have a daughter and a son, and I have a wife, and your daughter's going to step up. Father, don't go. Don't leave me, leave me, leave me. Don't go, don't go. Father, I will not be a hoe out in these streets. I will not drag and degrade your name on OnlyFans. I will marry a traditional man. I will not be out here getting my cheeks clapped. I will not take another man's name. Your name will preside over all of us for eternity. Father, thank you. Your words. I will use, yeah, I was in my Papa Don't Preach moment, but now I haven't respect, rebelled in the spirit of Jezebel. You, Father, are the only, the only one that I will ever live for. I will keep your name, and I will put a picture of you on the wall. You have not died alone. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. 
your wife's going to step up. Honey, as you sit here and die, I will not spend up your life insurance money getting my cheeks clapped in Gambia. I will not spend up all your money shopping sprees and VIPs. I have not waited for you to wait for you to die. Although I did pour Drano into your Gatorade a few times. And them eight times I cheated on you, it meant nothing. Honey, forever, forever I'm yours. I will never marry another man because that would be adultery in the Bible, according to the Bible. No other man will get these cheeks. Spider webs will consume the middle of my legs into eternity. Mm. Now drop this ninja and let's go on a shopping spree. <laughs> this is what, see, this is what we got to get out of our mind about dying alone. This fantasy, this soap opera shit. Most of y'all going to be walking to your garage, all right? And all of a sudden, you're going to slip on the oil slick. And then all of a sudden, you're going to hit it back in your head. All right, and you're going to be unconscious. At best, clutching your chest. At best, Jamie Foxing your way out into this life. All right, at best. Kevin Samuels was dying to allegedly mid-stroke. Slipped on the banana peel. Y'all did just think car accident. I mean, you hit your head out. Just. Y'all talking about dying alone. Like, dying alone. Like, who dies together? We going to die together? <laughs> like, what? People think everybody going to die just sitting there beep in the hospital, beep, beep, sitting there just waiting any moment now. Dying in they sleep, getting deleted. You know what I mean? Like what? <laughs> Bruh, stop. Stop with this fantasy bullshit where people are going to be just surrounding you in the middle of your long, prolonged death. That's fantasy. Some people have that, and there's a lot of doctors and nurses that can speak to that. But doctors and nurses, be honest. Y'all be coming in here with people with javelins impaled through their body like, damn. And what do they say? He didn't even know what hit him. He didn't even know what hit him. So you didn't have your family so you can die on this prolonged death. And they standing around you like Abraham Lincoln giving you your last rights. Bruh, stop. <laughs> we got to stop with this bullshit. So what? That's Nico's proposition. That's where people you gonna die alone. We all gonna die alone. That's all it is. Ain't nobody gonna stand around you. Stop. This is fantasy. And so you rolled you rolled the dice for this fantasy, <laughs> right? Some of y'all gonna go out. Some of y'all gonna go out with the asteroid hit. Some of y'all. Come on, man. We need to stop. Let's continue here. That is the most important part of your legacy. That's fair. Do you agree with what's more important to you? No, I agree. Having a family is good for your legacy, 100%. Is that the most important? But, but how you get there is very important because, once again, if you're broke, you can't help your family. And what's the By the way, man, y'all be worried about dying. Why don't y'all worry about living? Why don't y'all worry about living? W using a threat, y'all going to die. Are you, do you sell life insurance, too? Worry about what you're doing on, in your life because when you're dead and you're taking a dirt nap and that meat wagon come to pick you up, you're not thinking any goddamn thing. You're not thinking anything. For the last 30 minutes of your life, you might be like, damn, this sucks. Oh, well, everybody going. So what the hell are you thinking about it for, man? Just go live your life. Talk about we, who won't die alone. Who cares? All right, let's continue. They're making some good points here, and I got to get on to the Super Chats. Point of having a family. You pretty much, like, to me, personally speaking, if you can't afford to raise your family, there's no point having a family. Fact. That's true, but a lot of poor people have had many, many children 
So uh, that's kind of a thing that we need to talk about. No, no, you're a bum like Chris. <laughs> that's not cool, bro. Sorry, sorry, Chris. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, Sneeko, you're kind of, like, men don't adhere to the same timeline that women do. Like, women have a finite amount of time to find a man. You know what I mean? Like, for you ladies that are in your mid-20s, 30s, et cetera, like, y'all need to, like, really rush and get, get, get pregnant and have a family. The junior college is Liddy over here, but uh, here we go. For us, bro, you can have kids until you're 40, 50, whatever it may be. You and you might be a better dad at that age because you're more experienced. You have your money. Mature. You, you can put your kids in private school versus putting them in public. You can really, your woman, woman doesn't have to work, so she can stay and raise the kids. So I look at it like, okay, I might put off kids for 10 years, right? And I'm putting off the family, but I went, worked at it 10 years extra. Now my wife don't got to work. All right. And so these uh, fresh and fit are making some good points of things that men rarely try, right? We we feel like we're in a rush. And I always tell men, don't be on a woman's time clock, right? She's on a time clock that's limited. Your time cl clock is somewhat maximized and you might not realize it. So she's like, hurry up, let's go get married. And you're not in a position. So that's the position he's taking. And again, this is general advice. And some men, this might be better for some men, not so much because you, you're going to be older. You're going to be 65 years old when your kid crosses the high school. You might not want that right graduation high school graduation you might not want that but it is possible for men and he said they can buy their way out of that continuing now my kids can go to private now my kids have a driver now we're in the best neighborhood now i don't got to worry about shit so is it worth it to have a family younger when i could have acquired more status and resources to give the children a better life ladies i would say that 10 years is worth it because as a man that you're not on that side ladies real quick what do you prefer having kids early on with your high school sweetheart or having kids later. All right, we're gonna skip the part about the chicken heads. We don't care what they think too much. Let's see. I could have a kid. What if you? All right, I don't care about what they got to say. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, our have nots. But what about you? Later. All right. Specifically said, like he actually wished he he had kids when he was younger. I think he had his first daughter when he was in his early thirties. Who is he talking about? Let me go back here. Is the other one you said? More mature. What? Good father, good father, good father, good father. So just saying, good father. Yeah, but I, I talked to a lot of guys. He, actually, you know, Tristan Tate specifically said, like, he actually wished he, he had kids when he was younger. I think he had his first daughter when he was in his early 30s. And he said, I, I probably should have. He was successful, Sneeko. No, nah, when he was 24, 25, he wasn't. He, they were broke until they were like 28. That's when they made their first million. They talk about all the failed business they've had. I, I've talked to a lot of fathers who at a certain point, they're like, yeah, there, there's no reason why I shouldn't have had kids earlier. It actually, like, makes you become a better provider. You become more mature sooner. I've seen a lot of benefits to having kids young that is an advocate. And I understand, like, you don't want to have kids with the wrong person, but it will build you as a man from, from what people tell me more than anything else. Like, it gives you more responsibility. It gives you a bigger purpose in life. It's going to give you that extra motivation that... I better see you with a kid next year, nigga. Facts. <laughs> All right, so Sneeko definitely is taking the traditional conservative route, right? And they, I think they even acknowledge that. So what Sneeko's saying is, is not completely wrong, but he knew somebody as uh, anecdotal advice, a anecdotally. He said, anecdotally, this person that we look up to says this, which we cannot confirm. Although he's not completely wrong, you might have a sense of purpose if you do get married and have children. That doesn't eliminate what we are trying to help you eliminate, which is divorce, which is a 50% plus to 60% plus likelihood. You most men do not raise their kids from zero to 17. Most men, most black men, most black men do not raise their kids from zero to 17. It's almost like 70% to 80% of black men do not. Like it's in the 60s for sure. 
You talking about child support. So this is the traditional conservative approach, which he's not wrong. I wish I would have had kids earlier, but does that eliminate all of the stuff that we're telling you is down the pike, right? So this is the problem with, this is the problem where this is a good discussion between friends. I believe they're friends or colleagues. And I, would, I, would, I would argue how many thousand are deadbeats? There you go. All right, so Fresh, Fresh covered it right there. Fresh did cover it. So yeah, I want to have kids younger. Dude, I had started having kids at 28. I had started having kids at 28. By the time uh, I was 36, I was seeing them half part of their lives. And then as it went on and on, there was typically a constant encroachment by the co-parent that was always trying to keep the kids away from me and undermine my parentage and my fatherhood. To the point now, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to even fight it. A lawyer said, stop fighting it because you're just going to pay money and throw it away. Okay, so then you get in that situation as a man. And I spent the last decade in that position. Somebody said, I don't see any of my kids. I spent the last decades paying two and three times ransom in the court for my kids. Now, I didn't plan on that when I had them. <laughs> I thought I was going to be a part of their lives forever, every single one of their days. But now that's not the case. Okay, so Sneeko's looking from it from a romanticized position. Now, listen, you guys can see the rest of this debate. I'm not going to stick with this. What I'm going to do is do the super chat support. Then we're going to come into the main event. Pause. All right, give me about 25 likes. Then let's get the main event on, and then we'll have more and more as we continue with the show. We got our man. What is this right here? We got a lot. We got uh, Crypto Keeper, says, Coach, I went to the Seattle Yacht Club over the weekend. There were flatback Kayleys looking great. I was the only ninja in the club, and I was wondering. He says, what? I was the only ninja in the club, and they was watching you, too. All right? They was watching you, and them Kaylee was like, not here. All right? Not here, but I'll see you another time. All right, but yes, hey, if you ever want to find out where the Kayleys are, just find where water and boats are. They'll always be there. Uh, gentlemen, if you don't like to date women from the community, go where there's water and boats. And you will see less and less of them. <laughs> right? They're not going to be by a swimming pool. They're not going to be by the beach. They're not going to be by a boat. And they're not going to be by a harbor. They're not going to be there. All right? And if they are, <laughs> yep, go to tennis courts. And go, you ain't going to see not nan one. Go by a lake. They ain't going to be there. If you ever wanted to, and you was like, I'm tired. Of, I want to date something new. Take your ass to where water is. <laughs> Sisters is like, man, are you serious? Taking notes. Go. Yep. You it's guaranteed they're not gonna be there. You won't find no weaves. There will be no weaves by any dock, harbor, boat, yacht, boat slip. There will be no weaves. <laughs> BW's bad as hell. All right. By the beach, there's no weaves by the beach. All right. A seagull gonna snatch that weave. Seagulls, seagull gonna snatch that weave off. There ain't going to be no glue-ins, nothing. All right? Anybody think I'm lying? I only speak the truth, except in Miami, except in Miami. Anyway, shout out to MC Hamster says, XX is out here being misogynists and misandrists in the building. I'm not sure if that's misogynist. All right, we got Pure Bama TV. The DR have plenty of junior colleges, 19 to 23. Plentyful. All right, he's just coming back. From the JUCO, shout out to Pure Bama TV. Teron McAdams, all owls pay should be a t-shirt. Skeet, skeet. 
All right, shout out to C-Dubs. I'm dying over here. I will skeet it and skate it. He got up out of there. If you missed that, go backwards. All right, uh, Ninja Snuggle says the flat back reporter can get it, coach. All right, yeah, she can definitely get them 10 toes up. All right, I ain't mad at you. Grant Cutler says the female on breaking points cheating on cheated on her husband. So it was at the reporter. So she was cheating on her husband with the billionaire. Henry Resilient, eliminate child support with a vasectomy. Protect your seed. And um, vasectomy for me over 30. And you're like, eh, yeah, I get it. You're in your mid-30s or you already had kids through a marriage. You got divorced. Then that makes sense. 20s, not so much. All right. He also says, I just found out I'm trans. Give me the buzzer. <laughs> Apparently by the trad cons. Be real mahogany. Become a high value target. Read same tweet. All right. Yep. Become a high value target. Wow. JC says, didn't that white boy Charlie have Sneeko shuffling? All right. I don't know who that is. <laughs> All right. I, I don't know who Charlie is. I'm not sure. Uh, JC says, stop, coach. My ribs hurting. We all die alone. All right. Most of us will be lucky to have our family surrounding us. Uh, but many times when your family surrounding you, it's not a good sign. That means you unconscious like a mother sucker, right? You already dreaming. You in dreamland. MC Hamster says, about to die alone, sniggling in my office. All right, I got y'all sniggling out there. And uh, that's what the portion of the show, especially if you're at work. If you're at work, hit the like button. We got uh, Cash App. Cash App. Y'all hitting the Cash App. What do we got over here? We got uh, Jacob says, don't wake me. I'm dreaming. Just let me sleep. I might have to start putting what song I sing just for copyright purposes all right but that's christopher williams i'm dreaming i'm taking y'all back to the 80s and the 90s we got macaroni tony just speak for yourself i don't need a kid to mature me interesting he says life did that enough sometimes i think about a legacy but i've never been a gambler y'all want to be mentors so bad just volunteer your time at the boys and girls club we teach you guys legacy what did i say christopher smith Christopher Williams is Christopher Williams. I don't know what I said. Yes, that New Jack City soundtrack is good as hell. Yeah. Hey, um, I, we tell you about plenty of times where men can live like leave legacies. And we shared a story of a man who left a legacy by paying for many people's college tuitions from the small town. I think it was Michigan or Iowa. His name is Dale. Dale's kids. Look it up. He left a tremendous legacy by being frugal, not spending his money. He never got married. He never had children. Now, is that for everybody? No, I can't tell you if it's for everybody. Uh, most of you guys want to have love childs, right? Most of you guys want to have love children. Let's just call it what it is, right? You just want to have love children, meaning you want to fall in love, and then you want to procreate, and you want the story, the fantasy. Now, does the fantasy line up with reality? I'm going to just ask you guys. Does the fantasy line up re reality? Most of the time, it does not. Most of the time, that the, the, the reality of having kids hits you hard, but it is what it is. I can't tell you what to do and what not to do, but there's many, many different ways you can do it. The fantasy is always, the reality is always hardcore in the fans. fantasy. Yeah. Zero fallout. Classic Catholics, classic Catholics belief condemn I think, um, I don't know if there's a typo here. Condemn and other contraceptive is against the religion. Classic Catholics believe condemn and other contraceptive is against the religion. 
So I guess, okay, so they're using the idea that if you use vasectomy, it's it's um anti-religious, right? Deshaun Rose here, coach. I'm from Detroit, and yeah, these strags with badges here are growing beards. And I caught you smoking them ribs over the weekend. Any leftovers, he says. But anyway, I'm at my job waiting on the main topic. Great family show. Shout out to you. Yeah, man, I was about to make some ribs. I made a mistake. And so I used the new slow cooker. And uh, yeah, I didn't like the production. So uh, it is what it is. Let me see if we got PayPal and then we will be ready for the main event. Oh, we do have a couple super chats that came in while I was reading those. Dark says, shout out. To the coach gang in the building. Hit the like button, coach gang. And Mr. Alford, Mr. Alford says, I can honestly say free agent is the only way. Guys, be careful with these dudes that have these fairy tale mindsets. They're more dangerous than these females out here. Love you, coach. Pause. This is what I call blue pill rage. Okay. What, 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 what Sneakle's doing is he making a good point. He's bringing up a good subject matter. I thought I was going to agree with him more, but. As the thing went out, I did not. But he's kind of in a blue pill rage because he's at a point of his life where having kids is a great possibility. Although I believe he's he's been on YouTube for a long time. So I would probably say he's a millionaire. He's a millionaire. Like, or he has he has access to a great amount of funds. So he might be feeling empty right now, which rolling the dice for him makes sense. Right? Because it's the only thing he hasn't done yet. He's done the yachts. He's done the hoes. He's ran through. Um, he's he's skeeted up the club. He's got nice cars and watches. So he's like, what what's next? Now he's a he's an anomaly. So many times the anomaly can't follow the advice of the general, but it does open him up to possibilities where he's probably could, he could regret it. Who's to say? Who's to say you would have a different opinion if you didn't have kids yet? Again, I'm not telling you to not have kids, right? I'm not. By the way, you're wrong because many of the things, I don't know if you guys understand this. People think my when I got married that I had none of these beliefs. The problem is you're wrong. I knew what I was getting. I rolled the dice. I had almost the same belief system going in about the dangers of marriage. Now, what you have to understand is I don't say marriage is bad. I don't. I just tell you what the risks are. And the risks almost almost overwhelm over overwhelmingly show you the risks almost appear more than the actual success stories. That's number 1. Number 2, I didn't want to have kids out of wedlock. So what I did was like I really stood on my square. I will not have outside kids. Right. I'm not going to have kids where I was just going to have a mother to take my uh, a, a single mother, take my kids. So I did typically took the route was I'm going to do it the right way. Traditional marriage. Traditional household. Kids. Guess what? It still doesn't work like it doesn't overwhelmingly. That is a tremendous risk. <laughs> right. So I wasn't blue pill raging. I knew what I was getting into. I got into it. I did it. I tried to do it the right way. And it's sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> right? It, those are almost not guaranteed as well. Sometimes bullshit happens. And within marriages, that's what happens. So I'm not telling you to not have kids. What I'm telling you is 
If you're going to do it, you better know the risks. And when the risks come, it's going to be like, oh, well, okay, got my ass. All right, this is what happens. It, it's basically this. Gotcha, bitch. Oh, it's going to get you. <laughs> it's going to get you. And we have women in here. Look at this Puerto Rican chick in here. Everyone needs love, coach, even men. <laughs> Stop speaking from your female perspective. Stop speaking from your female perspective. You are talking like a woman. No, you need love. Because that's what you receive. <laughs> you receive love, so that's what you're thinking about 24-7. You know what men need? Men need a purpose. Men need respect. Men need admiration. Men need loyalty. Men need understand. Men need people that will watch their back. Men need a, a purpose to uh, achieve great things. Men, that's what men need. <laughs> that's what men need. Stop with that bullshit love. Okay, we need that too. But in the priority of things, that shit ain't going to pay no bills. It ain't going to keep you married. What the fuck are you talking about? Stop with that bullshit. You need love because you're great at receiving love. Men don't very much receive love. Thus, most men have lived and died without much love. All right. And yo, and they accomplished great things and they supported families. Okay. But this idea, she took, she went to fantasy world with the bullshit. Now she back at fantasy world. <laughs> now she back at fantasy land. Talk about love. Okay. Hey guys, you want to test your love out? You want to test some love out? Okay. Check this out. All right. Now that she brings this up, check this out. We'll get to the main event here in a minute. This is how you're going to test your loyalty and love right here. This is what you're going to do. Dear men, take your 21-day leave from work. Go home and tell your woman that you lost your job. Then explain further that there was some loss and you had to use your savings to settle it. Spend the next 14 days observing how you were treated at home and discover who you married. Oh, yeah. What you're going to discover is you have a wife to toot. Now, most men, I guarantee you, that have marriages, most men that have marriages, you're going to find out who you married. You're going to find out what love is. I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. Let me tell you what's going to happen. I've been telling you this for a minute. Most of y'all don't realize that you have a parasite at best. You think you have love. Stop. Stop working. <laughs> I always tell you, stop providing one of these four things. Money, energy, attention, and time. Now here. The love is going to be gone. It's going to be another sad love song racking my brain like crazy. Love is going to be out the door. You will never see nothing fly faster than the love. Gone. Now, there's an anomaly, right? There's going to be the exception to the rule. There's going to be a woman said, nope, I stood in, st stood the test of time, and he recovered, and everything was great. I'm going to tell you, nine out of ten, women are going to be gone. Gone. And she said she loved you the previous night. And before she's gone, before she's gone, she will have two dudes at least run them guts. 
while you were still married. In them 30 days that you took your job off and you lost your job and she told you there were some losses, at least two dudes are going to hit them, hit them guts. Two dudes going to hit them guts. <laughs> it is what it is. Come on, man. You're going to find out real fast, Ninja. You're going to need something else. And we got our man, no government name, says Red Pill started because of how modern women operate and don't want to be mothers or monogamous wives. But that's a symptom of something bigger. We may be divided, but don't we all want the birth rate to expand? All right, we want we want this survival here. But guys, I we said also, the people who've changed the most over the last 40 to 70 years have been the women, right? They push for this and push for that. Now they're getting the repercussions of it and they don't like it, right? So they want us to change along with them. And guys are standing their ground. They're like, nah, no. You can, can you blame the guys? Can you blame them? Okay. Now listen, for the guys here, we have 1,600 watching on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Oh, it's up to 1,800. And we have 400, almost 500 on the Notorious CGA channel. And we have many people on Facebook.com. Shout out to you, brothers. I want you to tell you, the, for the guys who want um, who want to tell me, because they because I can't speak for you, they want to tell me I would think differently if I didn't have kids. I'm sure I would have. I'm not telling you I would not. But I want you guys to tell people in the chat, if you have children and you've been absent in their lives and you've attempted to be in their lives and or you don't see your kids again for one reason or the other, give them a realistic perspective of what it's like to be a father in America. That if you speak about it, they want to put the blame on you. You you who hurt you, you did something wrong. You were an abuser. You did. You had to fight. You didn't fight hard enough. Let these guys know that being a father is very difficult in America, all right? And so Sneeko's like, I'll go overseas then. Put in here the amount of guys that got kids and you ain't seen them for one reason or another. Let these guys know that I'm not making this shit up, okay? And if you do see them, do you see them every day of the like, Tell them, I'm a 50% father. I'm a non-custodial father. I'm an absentee father. I'm a deadbeat father. I fought for my kids, lost custody. Put in there, what people have, and put how much child support you pay. And if child support took away your passport, put these people in here and put they ass, give them a sense of reality. Because when, when you have kids, you can't call this shit back. You can't put the kids back in their peace leave of the mother. Well, all right, it didn't work out. Shove it back into the mother and say, now let's start over. <laughs> no, they here now, Ninja, and they need your support and they need your financial support. But many times the devouring mothers put them before you. <laughs> okay. It's crazy. Put the, It's happening to a lot of guys. When we talk about it, we just a deadbeat and hurt. This is the sad reality y'all going to figure out when y'all roll the dice. <laughs> Look, we got every other weekend fathers, 50% fathers. Do you realize a 50% um Co-parents, co-parents aren't parents. Co-parents are not parents, all right? I'm against co-parenting. Again, I'm a traditional. People think I'm anti-tradition. I am a traditional. I want it to work traditionally. I don't give a shit what the mother, the wife and the husband got to say because both of them are taking losses. But of course, the woman's going to keep score and talk about, well, I'm losing this and losing that and losing my career. Shut up, all right? It, it, when people do that, 
All I got to say is this. We're going to go Reverend X on them. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. That's how much of a traditionalist I am. Man, shut up with your complaining. We're here. We're here to sacrifice for these children. But everybody wanted me and me and me and cooking, cleaning. He's doing more. He's not helping with the house. And he want to be like, oh, I'm not getting sex. It's so despicable that I think people, that there's people here that aren't trained to be wise. They ain't worth it because they're selfish. And they're going to ruin your kids. And so they, then they got this stuff about co-parenting. Co-parenting is another myth. There's no such thing as a co-parent. There's no such thing as that. And y'all guys buy it as a alternative. Well, at least you could be a co-parent. That's bullshit. I'm going to tell you that right now. That is absolute bullshit. Anybody who believes you could be a co-parent is despicable. There's no such thing. These are two people working in opposition more likely than not using the kids as pawns. Not only that, most co-parents are co-parents because the woman lost a custody case. <laughs> right she didn't intend to co-parent at all and the court said you got a co-parent and she's pissed the man is actually trying to parent and here she comes throwing a monkey wrench in it then she's supposed to you supposed to communicate with this person as they're undermining you <laughs> collecting child support and shit now there's no such thing as this co-parenting bullshit not many co-parenters work on one accord again exception proves the rules most co-parents act like they can raise kids and then not talk to each other. This is all bullshit. This is all propaganda. It's um, it's it's our Marxist belief. It is not real. You cannot raise kids like this. I don't believe it. And what you're doing is fooling yourself that you can do it. And it's not you're fooling yourself that you can't talk. You can raise kids and not talk to the other parent. You can raise kids and not talk to the other parent at all? Bullshit. You can raise kids and have court cases all in the background? Bullshit. You can raise kids and take the kid, uh, take the father in the court at will on an ex-party and then uh, complain about what he's doing as a father? Bullshit. That's absolute trash belief. I don't believe it. And that's a lot of people that raise kids in this mindset fooling yourself while the kid lives out of a backpack their entire childhood. It's absolute bullshit. And then when the kids turn 18, they're released to the streets with nothing. Absolutely nothing to build their lives off of. This is garbage. And most people do it as a, oh, that's a good alternative. Bullshit. Then they go with the stepdaddy. This is absolutely despicable. You guys are despicable. You guys think I'm wrong? You guys are despicable for pushing this bullshit and telling people to do this. Roll the dice, knowing what's out here for people. And then you put up these alternatives. Well, co-parenting and stepdaddy. This is absolute trash. You guys are trash human beings. Trash. And you got the nerve to be over here talking about love and me. All right, and my philosophy. This is the culture you live in, and you're pushing this bullshit. And then you got men like Sneeko rolling the dice against this garbage. This is garbage. <laughs> you guys are absolutely despicable, disgraceful. As human beings, you're disgraceful in this Western culture. Oxygen thieves, if you will. Knuckle draggers. Not even the cavemen would raise people in this way.
and destroy them from within. This is absolute hogwash, garbage bullshit. There's no such thing as co-parents. There are parents, and that's it. And then there's not parents. <laughs> you guys try to in between this bullshit to make it sound good. No, I'm I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it because y'all be trying to come for my neck. And the only thing you can say is who hurt you. This is despicable. Look at your kids out here. <laughs> then you want to talk about love. Despicable. You guys are a disgrace. You guys are an absolute disgrace to humanity. And then you want to come down on me. Stop. <laughs> missing link ass people here. Not even the cavemen and the missing links will rate. Not even lions raise their. Not even owls raise their kids like this. But you guys do everything ass backwards. Then want to go out here and come up with all of these things to make yourself feel better. Man, this is absolutely despicable. There's no such thing as co-parenting. Let Put the myth to bed. There's only one way. One, there's only one way to raise children. Number one, you need a two-parent household. If you can't guarantee it, why roll the dice? Number two. Number two, you need a village. You haven't got neither today. You can't even guarantee either of those. <laughs> How do they say to raise kids? It takes a village. You don't even know who your neighbors are. Your family lives two thousand miles away. That's number one. Number two, your dad didn't even walk you down the aisle and you had kids out of wedlock. Stop with the mm -hmm. bullshit. Then you got co-parenting with this individual and he on child support. Bullshit. Don't hit me with no traditional shit if you're not traditional conservative. And then you got a stepdaddy and a stepmother. You guys are absolute disgraces if you come onto my show to try to pander your fantasy bullshit. <laughs> I'm tired of it. I'm tired of this garbage. <laughs> Where are we at here? All right. I have to keep calling y'all out because y'all pushing this stuff on you, on these people when they got absolutely very little chance. Absolutely very little chance. All right. All right, man. Look, I got to get on. <laughs> Somebody says somebody's super chat goes along with it. Um, I, I have to get going on. Going on. Let's guarantee village let's guarantee community let's guarantee two-parent households i support marriage and child raising under those conditions if it's anything other than that you're fooling yourselves they want to blame the white man for your shit and you got 70 percent single motherhood rampant raising criminals i mean what are we doing man i mean stop it stop it <laughs> we got we're not gonna do this let's main event this thing and then we got oh hold on for a second my tab moved down My tab moved down. <laughs> All right, let's get to this tab right here. R&B men, speaking of fantasy. Speaking of fantasy. <laughs> we got uh, R&B men right here having a very sloppy 2023. We're going to start off on, I don't know, man. We got some rumors here. And then we got a, we got a story about Jada Pinky coming up too. And I, that actually proves it. That actually proves what I just was going off about. Now, we showed you Neo. Neo is a guy, and R&B guys have been forever pushing these narratives and messages of mythology onto you, so much so that anything you quote regarding love and romance and marriage comes from either a movie, a song, and or uh, a play. 
all right, a play. Tyler Perry, William Shakespeare. It doesn't come from any sense of reality. It doesn't come from Eastern philosophy because Eastern philosophy tells you um, uh, the opposite of what the West does. It tells you to love the woman, then marry her. In the East, they tell you to marry the woman and then fall in love with her, right? You love the woman, you marry. But in, in the West, they tell you to love the woman and then marry her. How's that working out? Okay. And so uh, these R&B guys, you will find out that they have disaster written all over their lives after they sing these songs that you live by. Here's Neo. Neo's been married and divorced twice. He had a paternity fraud case against him. And then just recently, he knocked another woman up while he was married. Shout out to Neo. An Instagram model, too. A so-called baddie. Stay away from these baddies. All right, these baddies are bad for your health. And now what is Neo doing? Since he got paternity fraud at once, he actually raised a kid that was not his. I believe it was his wife or girlfriend. He raised a kid that was not his. He has now reportedly filed motions to establish paternity on uh, youngest two children. He welcomed in with another woman during his marriage. What in the hell? Man, he could have benefited from a vasectomy. <laughs> he could have benefited from the vasectomy. So not this is what we have going on here. These are all the things that uh, I thought he was a romance guy. I thought he was a gentleman. Well, you could be a gentleman. You could be out here in these streets as well. But uh, having kids out of wedlock, I have zero kids out of wedlock. Zero. All of my kids were had during a traditional marriage. All of them. But here you guys are having kids recklessly and trying to make it work. What about these kids? How are they going to be parented? Nobody gives a damn. Nobody gives a damn. He's probably not going to be in their lives. She's probably wants the wallet. Give me your money, pay, and keep it moving. Now Neo's trying to say, I want to establish paternity out here. This is crazy, and you keep doing this, acting like this is the way to bring in kids. All right, Um, he should have had a vasectomy, <laughs> all right, at this point. And he probably should get one now. I mean, come on, man. He living the, he's living the champagne life. But another R&B dude catching L's. I mean, just rack it up. But I don't want to hear shit about what R&B music does for the people who listen to it. It brings people close together. This is baby making music. Look at R&B guys. They're most of the time reprehensible in their relationships. Okay. Despicable. Despicable. They got the all, they got everything. Abuse, cheating, cheating in their marriage, outside kids, messing with young children. I mean, they got every goddamn thing in it. All right. And I'm not saying this that to, to talk beneath these guys. I'm telling you, they're selling you a fantasy. It's good music. I love the music, but I don't believe it. It's not how I'm going to pattern my life. Like, for instance, I love wrestling. I'm a wrestling fan. I can watch wrestling and dis suspend disbelief for a little bit, but then I come back to reality. I can watch a magic show, and I go, wow, that's just crazy. I suspend belief. Or is it, dis I can't remember. Yeah, I suspend belief. And then all of a sudden I can come back to reality. You people listen to these movies and shows and that's reality to you so much so that if somebody doesn't walk that life, you say I'm run in the wrong, but you guys are, <laughs> I'm not in the wrong. I'm not in the wrong. You are out here following a fantasy and it's proven. They, like, let's just say a man followed pornography and said, I want all of my relationships to be like pornography. You would think he's crazy, right? Well, I think you're crazy to follow romance. No, 
No, no, no, no. I think you're despicable following it because it doesn't last. It simply does not last. And these people that sing it and write plays and movies, they don't even have the lives to show for it. Their lives are often in polar opposite of the music that they put in the movies that they put forth. Suspend disbelief. Okay. All right. And then you think I'm the one that's missing out. I ain't missing out on shit. By the way, <laughs> by the way, I've done the breakdown on this. Romance and love lasts for 18 months. Okay. 18 months at best. And it's all chemical. And it is all nature's way to get you to procreate. We already know this. If you are denying this, you're out of line. Now, what keeps you together is a sense of uh, collective purpose. And if you understand when those loving feelings go away, this is why people say we need to reignite the spark. Okay. They start doing tantric sex. They start going to marriage counseling. They start pointing out what's right and wrong. You have divorce rampant. Okay. People don't understand that that's going to wear off. And if you have a common sense of purpose, like building something, raising children, that keeps you together. But what's love got to do with it, right? Mm. All right. Let's get, let's get to the next person. Let's get to the next. Oh, by the way, if you believe in love, go ahead and write down your resume right now. Bring it up to the front of the class, and then I'll have you present it. I'm not disbeliever of love. I know it exists, but also it is temporary. It is a temporary period of your life. When that goes down, you guys need something else to keep your relationships together. The reason why your relationships fall apart is because you fall out of love naturally. Then you want to keep that feeling going. Women go through this cycle all the time. The love goes, she off on the next Johnson. Giving love, giving, receiving love, the love goes, she's off hopping over here. Bring your resume forward, ladies. Where's where's um, where's my Puerto Rican chick, Juliana, whatever her name is? Where's Juliana at? Bring your resume up. I can guarantee you you're single. But how many loves have you had since you were 13? How many loves and crushes have you had since you were 13? I can guarantee you, you have none left, zero. And you're probably somewhere pushing 30, 35, 40. You got zero left out of all the ones you had, zero. Guaranteed, you're owing. And that's, so. listen, that's okay. That's not a bad thing because most people barely have one. <laughs> most people end up with barely one. So zero is not that bad when, when the best case scenario is one. With that being said, is there something else that we can pattern our life after? Yes, reality. Look at your love resume. Before we get going, look at your love resume. Everybody. And you're acting like I'm the one. Well, he mad because he. I'm not mad at anything. I'm happy with the reality I'm at. And I'm actually going forward with life, achieving other things that doesn't depend on someone else and their feelings. I don't have that sense of belief. I don't have that need. I know what lust is, and I know what post-nut clarity is, and I know what having outside kids are, and I control all of those. Look at your love resume. You got zero. You guys standing on zip right now, talking shit about me, right? <laughs> yep. Not only do you have zero, you don't have nothing else in life. I mean, let's make it factual. Not only do you have zero left, most of y'all got remnants, child support, debt, alimony, 
You done lost your house, kids, cars. And then at best, at best, <laughs> at best, you ain't got no money in your bank account. You ain't got no business. You ain't self-sufficient. You live in your, with your mama. You moved in with your cousins. You still don't have shit left at the end of your love resume. Correct me if I'm wrong. But you mad at me today. When you see me over here riding, this is what you see me doing, calling me broke and can't get bitches. This is what you see me doing on a daily basis. Take a pause. see me living a free agent lifestyle you see me out here happy <laughs> you see me out here winning y'all see me out here don't try to ignore the shit you see me out here loving it you see me out here living the free come on man you see me out here at the junior college hold on did y'all see me out here hold up want me to be losing and y'all at home <laughs> where we at anyway let me stop let me stop man let's get back to these r&b cats <laughs> right let me stop all right come on man don't compare your life what about brian mcknight let's take it to the uh brian mcknight special brian mcknight out here so brian mcknight followed y'all advice not only did he follow y'all's advice he followed guess whose advice he followed his own advice Check this out. Brian McKnight out here taking L's. And he's taking L's in the court of public opinion. I know nothing about him personally, although I did play basketball against him one time. He probably don't remember. But I do. All right. We was outside in the San Fernando Valley in Encino hooping. All right. And so um, now Brian McKnight has had three marriages, y'all. Three. I think he's had three marriages. I think he's had three marriages with some outside kids. This ninja been out here a whole demon. But now what happened? I think the marriage is his second marriage. The kids done growed up and now he's married again to another piece of nice fine thing out here. An older educated doctor, engineer doctor. And she's an Asian woman too. Definitely, man. And so he done married a whole new woman three times a charm. And now guess what? His his kids are out here suing him. His kids are out here suing him. But where was this in the love song? Forgot his other kids. Brian McKnight faces more criticism for allegedly disowning his biological black kids. That's false. Those kids are blazing at best. 
after resurfaced photos of him with his new family. My man and went and skeeted up the whole club with the new woman. And now let's take you to the evidence here. I don't remember any songs about this. I don't remember any love songs about this. Let me see if I can find the uh, where's the story. I moved it around. I moved it around. Where's the where's the footage here? I do have the footage. All right. And so we do have footage here. This is Brian McKnight uh, currently. Shout out to him. Um, just so you can see. I don't know. I don't remember any songs about this. But here he is. Mr. Love Singer himself with this new woman. All right. There he is. There you go. Look at. Uh oh, Brian. Are you? Niggas always gotta show they teeth. He's showing teeth. Uh, he got him a manufactured little girl. I like her. OK, OK. He likes Asian woman. I know that. I know he likes Asian women. In fact, I think his kids are Belasian, his older kids. All right, so this is his new girl. Oh, Brian. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. All right, man. I never see black men this happy when they with black women. Is it me or no? <laughs> Wait, let's see. Oh, yep. Niggas always gotta show they For some reason, when they got interracial dating, they be happy as hell, showing her off, displaying her and shit. They don't be mad dogging this ninja out here. Hold up. There he is again. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. All right. Am I wrong? Am I tripping? My man got teeth. Look, he married. Look, there he is right there. Oh. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. All right. They be happy as a mother sucker. They don't see no black people at the wedding. They be happy. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. Am I wrong on there? I got a theory about that. Look at black men with black. Hold on for a second. Let's do this real quick. <laughs> Let's do this real quick. I'm going to show you, man. I have a theory about this. Now, of course, there's exceptions to the rule. There's this always exceptions to the rule. Let me show you an example. Let me show you an example. This is just this is just an example. I just quickly pulled this up. This is LeBron James and his wife. Where is his teeth at? Where? Niggas always got to show they teeth. Look, am I tripping? Where, where, where is this smile at? I don't barely see no Kool-Aid smile. Let me see here. No smile. Look. No smile. Am I tripping? No smile. Let me pull up another one. Look, no smile. Look, am I wrong? <laughs> Hold on. Let me pull up another one. Look, no smile. These are different pictures. This ninja smiling. Look, he got a white girl. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. Hold on for a second. Look, look, not a smile. He's showing teeth. No smile. Hold on for a second. Let me see here. Look. No smile. Okay, there's a smile. There's a partial smile. He partially cracked it. Let me see here. Look, no smile. He taking a picture. Mm. Where the teeth? Where the teeth? They only smile when they with interracials. Am I tripping? Look, no smile. Mm. No teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. What brothers? Why y'all not happy with y'all sisters? Hold up for a second. Look, these are all random. Look, barely a smile. Where the teeth at? Where the teeth? All right, there he is right there. Niggas always gotta show All right. I bet you if he had that snow bunny, he'd be smiling ear to ear. <laughs> All right, ear to ear with it. I know y'all want to say my theories are wrong. I'm always watching. I watch patterns of human behavior. Somebody said a forced smile. That was an AI. Yeah, man, but when brothers get them an Asian, a Latina, or a white girl, anybody, Middle Eastern, they be grinning. <laughs> all right teeth showing where we at all right i know i got off off the rails here let's go back to brian mcknight so brian mcknight is smiling because he has he's a stepdaddy 
All right, and I'll show you a picture, and it's got the black community all bent out of shape. All right, and so here it is right here. They're calling these kids his white kids. And there's Brian McKnight again. Niggas always gotta show they Yikes. And so he put a baby in her, and I think this is his stepkids. Now, what's happening is his kids, his biological kids, are saying that this woman came in between him and daddy. All right? And so much so that his kids are one of his daughter is suing him and his two sons said daddy left. Although they were adults when he supposedly cut them off. And apparently, according to reports on his side, this is all gossip. Um, they were being mean towards his new wife, the Ling Ling. All right. They were being mean. All right. And so, <laughs> uh, yeah, so they, they he was mad that they were showing up, crossing her pictures out of family photos and whatnot. This is all alleged. And it says right here, Brian McKnight's lawsuit exposes. And uh, I won't even talk about this because I talked about it before, but his daughter sued him. This was in 2023, but I think the lawsuit was in 2020. All right. And so this is how bad it's getting, right? So they selling you a fantasy, but this is what this guy's dealing with by his own choices and whatnot. The idea that your kids are going to have a legacy and support you and pass it on. Guess what's happening? Even the guy who's the pusher of this romance and love, he doesn't even have that. You don't have it. It's kind of getting tough. So R&B guys are kind of taking that L. Now, this happens to rappers all the time. Uh, but then when it happens to these guys, the rappers ain't pushing love. They told you uh, they told you uh, otherwise. Let me show you the next one. Oh, uh, this is apparently Brian McKnight's daughter. And she's of age, so I can show her. If she was a child under age, I can't show her. But as you can see, they're calling her black. When I can clearly see, <laughs> right, that she is an exotic-looking female and somewhat racially ambiguous. She could be full of Filipino, as far as we know. All right, but we could tell she's a little bit darker shade and she looks like she's Asian. I think the other wife was Asian. The second wife was Asian. All right, and she's nice. Uh, by the way, ladies, if um, this young lady, if you would like to come share your story here at the Coach Greg Adams channel, I fully welcome you here and uh, I will roll out the red carpet. Oh, by the way, no shoes, no socks when you come over and we can happily um, fake film a story and then we'll put the live stream on for five minutes. We'll be busy. All right. She's a cutie. All right. So um, that's what you're seeing from him. Let's go on to the next story, which is going to be, let me see who I got teed up next. It's going to be uh, uh Babyface, who got that whip appeal. All right. And so Babyface was a big, big, big writer in the 1980s going into the 2000s. He's written very, very many songs, all right, for Tony Braxton, for the group After Seven, for the group The Deal. I mean, I mean, he's written, he's written, he's one of the biggest songwriters ever, most of them around, centered around love and relationships. In fact, many of you guys were born probably to some babyface music. Had you out here with that, putting on your red, what's he doing the red dress and high heels? He probably wrote that shit too. All right, but what happened to him? What happened to him? Well, he'd been married and divorced a couple times. What happened to the love? What happened to the love? Where is the love that you promised me? Where is the love? My man, Babyface, got divorced again, and guess what? I covered this before. He got to pay his ex-wife $37,500 per month, Ninja. 
What? Yeah, I, I sung some Johnny Gill. What? Is this love? If it isn't love, why do I feel this way? Why does she stay on my mind? God dang. If it isn't love, they got y'all out here loving, and this is what love is? What in the world? Man, please. Please. <laughs> 30 love should not cost this much money. Again, all ninjas pay and you pay big dearly in the back end. That's a lot of cashola. Over man, are you kidding me? All right, somebody here, babyface divorce from his second wife, Nicole Pattenberg. It's final. I covered this before. He's still on the hook for child support and spousal support, of course. And baby filed for the babyface filed for a separation from his wife back in 2021. So let me just say this. I don't know what happened in their marriage. I just don't care. But here we go. He decided to get out of the marriage. And she was like, this is when I tell you what the marriage will is like. He decided I'm out of this and he had to pay a price no matter what. She could have been doing the dirt. We don't know. I really don't want to tell you. I really don't care. But he said, I'm done with this. And she said, okay, go ahead and be done. But guess what? Have my money. He was like, she said, have my money. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. She pulled her pimp hand back. Go on and leave, but make sure you leave the money. So he filed for his separation in 2021. And it only took him a few days to realize that divorce was the answer. The multi-platinum singer and his now ex-wife have been figuring out the logistics of their marriage, and it, and it is it is said to have been amicable. This is an amicable divorce. All right? They've agreed to joint legal and physical custody, and they have a 14-year-old daughter. See, again, here we go. Uh, well, I want to have kids. Now you got a 14-year-old who's about to, you know, start experiencing her first relationships. Uh, by the way, statistics of daughters of divorce is that there was a very great, it's a greater risk of marrying a, a daughter of divorce. Greater. Okay. And I told you the statistics before, but I can't uh, remember them. I'll, we don't show children here. Uh, it says right here. Okay, she, she had a job too. All right, Peyton is only 14, but her parents are already thinking about college. The divorce agreement says that the singer-songwriter songwriter will pay 65% of the costs for Peyton to take college trips. Mm. Wait a minute. So what happened to equality? So they're, they're college minded for their daughter. But now he's going to cover 65%. Why is this in the agreement? See, this is what I tell you, man. This shit is a business. When it gets down to the fine tooth, they just they just out here with a fine tooth comb. Now we got a co-parent and we got to iron out all of this shit. You got to pay 65% of that. I'll pay 35% of this. I'll pay 20% of that. You pay. Why can't you do this from the beginning? Why? Because love. That's why. But then when the love's gone, y'all start splitting hairs. Right? When the love is gone, y'all start splitting hairs to try to make it make sense. See, I'm against that. That's what I'm against. I'm not against marriage. I'm against this shit. Because it's normalized now. I'm against that. No. But you guys are for it because love. Well, love makes you do dumb things. Then all of a sudden when the love's gone, 
Y'all start splitting hairs, got the spreadsheets out and shit, got the diso master, got the talking parents out. What happened to love? See, that's my question. You're on me, on my neck. Does this sound like love, y'all? This is sad. But this is what y'all doing out here. Now y'all start splitting payments up and dicing this up and putting categories on this. Now you want to get the spreadsheet out because it makes sense. This is normalizing sabotage of families. So when I tell you guys treat them like a business because that's what it is. When I tell you the importance of these things going in, build yourself up, get leverage and options, then get a prenup and then or avoid marriage, get a uh, surrogate. You guys think I'm crazy, <laughs> right? But this ain't crazy to you. I think this is despicable. Listening to this, it says right here, what else? Okay, what else they splitting up? They splitting up payments for visiting and all of her own costs on the trip. Okay, so it sounds like the mom is the one going to take the daughter on the trip. By the way, by the way, I don't know if you know that it gets crazy like that. For instance, if you're a co-parent and you move out of state or you move out of the county or she moves out of the county, many times they will iron out who covers the cost of transportation. They'll be like, well, the father lives out of state. So every custody exchange, he has to pay the cost of the trip. So every airline flight or all the gas and the mother will literally sit there and say, if you can't cover the cost, I'm not sending your kids. Like, <laughs> You guys call this co-parenting. <laughs> tell me I'm lying. Anybody tell me. This is what you call love. This is the shit y'all call love. This is terrible. And you guys normalize this shit. And then you come onto my show and act like I'm abnormal. It's sad. And she'll be like, I ain't paying. Or if you if she has to pay, she'll ask you for the money reimbursed. This shit is crazy. But this was love, right? This is love. This is parenting, right? No, it's not. Don't you can't fool me. Let's get to Ursher and Chris Brown allegedly. Allegedly, in a in a war for a war of words here in Vegas recently. And of course, this is just rumor. I don't believe that they got in the fisticuffs. But Chris Brown is heard to saying, F that bitch. Because apparently Usher might have white knighted for, is it Tiana Taylor? Um, I see right here. There's some pictures of them allegedly shooting dice. Or no, they're not shooting dice. They got a birthday cake. They had a performance here on Sunday. They had a, a birthday party at a skating rink on Saturday. Seems like they're fine. Tiana Taylor is her name. And apparently the beef and the confusion centered around Tiana Taylor. This is allegedly. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Let me see something. Why are we? I got a copyright claim on the YouTube video. It's interesting. Now we have a now we have a fight between two famous men and apparently it's going to center around how Chris Brown was treating Tiana and Usher came in with his white knight cape. All right, you guys. <laughs> so you got these dudes about to shoot themselves. I mean, this is a basically a takeoff takeout takeoff situation. Well, one of these dudes might lose their lives. One of these security guards might go off with the clapping. Let's go ahead and show you the alleged footage. This is what I tell you, Dev Bison. Apparently, Usher's trying to push Chris Brown away 
from Tiana Taylor. Okay, there's Tiana right there. They have an arrow, and apparently Chris Brown about to stumble and fall. He cussing her out, and Usher, I don't think there's anything going on here. Usher just stepped step between them. Now, of course, the onlookers thought that there was possibly some discussions going on in the, the, the event. This thing got kind of out of hand. There were some arguments. Chris Brown said, I was just trying to get my kid out of there, and it was blown out of proportion, I believe. But this is what happens when you kind of prioritizing your defense force for women. And then he's, I don't know what his problem is with, with Tiana Taylor. Who knows? But why are you sticking your nose in it, allegedly? Why are you sticking your nose in it? It doesn't make sense. Are you having a relationship? I really don't need to know. It doesn't make sense as to why you would put your safety at risk for a beef that he has with somebody else. Unless there's some sexual shit going on. I have no idea. Okay, they go back uh, way back as far as her 16th birthday. I don't even mm, I don't even want to know all that. All right. But yeah, man, I tell you guys, death by simp is the biggest way black men and men in general lose their lives. I've done an entire show on this one, and this is an L for Usher. And it certainly is an L for Chris Brown because he always has a rep. He already has a reputation that's going to even just get worse from this instance. So he has to have some control as to why. He would even go off on a person like Tiana Taylor. Maybe they're friends. Who knows? I have no idea. But death by simp is the biggest way men end up in jail or lose their lives. You understand? Do you, you understand that? So Usher could get in the way in a situation where he's trying to protect the least uh, protected women in society. But what if the security guard would have thought differently about the situation? What if the simp, the force, simp forces would have came down all because he didn't want Tiana Taylor getting yelled at. You guys got to watch out for these scenarios. And I've been telling you guys, it seems to be a lot of men think that they have a pride to be out here protecting strangers. Ultimately, you are going to be the victim faster than the woman's going to be the victim. And you're butting your nose in the situation, not knowing what it's about. If they go way back, you don't know what their beef is. They could have had some teenage love beef or, or some shit like that. I, you have no idea. Then you stick your neck in there, and now your name gets dragged. Okay, be careful. She married in an open relationship. Okay, all right. Don't be a victim of death by sim. And so R&B guys right here, you can make a love song out of this, but where's the love in that? Watch out. All right, let me get through these super chats. I'm going to catch up. And then uh, we got two. We got we got one more story. We got Jada Pinkett Smith pulling a La Llorona on Will Smith. So again. I tell you about postpartum depression. I tell you about, maybe we should do it really quickly, then do the super chats. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I tell you about one of the things that happens in parentage. I'm going to give you something real that happens in parents that nobody talks about. Not many people talk about, but me, because I know this. Many times your wives or your baby mothers will get jealous if you're a good father. Okay? This is... If you're a good father, many times I can work against you in your marriages. There's plenty of stories that I can, or in your relationships. This is understated. I keep showing you evidence of this. This comes along with postpartum depression. Many women will punish you if, in fact, you love your children and are good parents. If you're a good father, I've showed your baby mother or your wife will be jealous of you. And she will look to destroy that relationship. Like, right? 
let me run the story and then I'll because it's a quick story. Let me run the story just to show you. And then I'll leave the rest to the evening show. Uh, Jada, this is this is this is a rumor. All right. I don't know this to be true, but I'm going to read the story for you. Who knows what's true with this family? But I tell you these stories again. I show you I've shown you evidence of this and you will not be prepared for this. Apparently, according to this rag right here. Says right here, her heart was shattered. Why was her heart shattered? Could be a, var a for a variety of things. Jada Smith was devastated because husband Will Smith prioritized her over the kids. All right. And so here it is right here. So you damned if you do, damned if you don't. So if let's just say Will Smith prioritized the kids over her, she would be destroying that relationship. But Will Smith prioritized her over the kids. She's devastated. She pulled back. She's like, this shouldn't be. And thus, this is a situation where she's jealous of his lack of relationship with the kids. But if he would have put that same effort into the kids, she would have been torpedoing that shit. Why is she devastated? Anything to kind of mess shit up. All right. Jada Smith and Will Smith has a, uh, have a marriage that always has something to creep up to the curious cats that fans otherwise try to hold back. So now she mad because she getting the attention, the kids or not. If Will put into the kids what he put into her, she would have torpedoed that. It's a constant state of sabotage. I'm not happy. <laughs> it's a constant state of why aren't you doing this? You're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You see situations where the father will put into the kids and the wife will be jealous of that. La Yorona is the story. So she'll sabotage. She'll even sabotage the children. Um, she'll, she'll delete the children if you are looked at as a good father. <laughs> it's a very terrible situation that men get into. So you can't, you can't undermine, you can't under you can't be prepared for this. And sometimes this comes from depression. This comes from a sense of they're not happy. And they will try to find this happiness through you. But if you put all the attention on you and not the kids, she says you're messed up. If she puts the, you put the attention on the kids and not her. And guys, there's no such thing as a happy medium. There's no such thing as a happy medium. Don't think you can give to your kids what you can give to your spouse or baby mother. There's something where she's going to feel like she's left out. All right. Somebody says you can't win. All right. Will can't win. Will can't simply can't win. It's sad. All right. So he says, what is she seeing? What is he? He's in love. He's in love. But a lot of guys are one of these guys that uh, feel like. Feel like if he if he shows enough love, it'll correct. It'll correct her. And she's not being able to be corrected. She sees fault in everything she um, he does. So now the kids are out here doing God knows what. And she faults him for that. That's his fault. You showed me too much love. Then if she showed the kids too much love, you didn't love me enough. Very tough situation. Very tough situation. By the way, if you haven't uh, seen the story of La, we're going to call it La Llorona. I always mess it up. All right, the story of the La Llorona. Here he is right here. The weeping woman is a mes Mexican mythical uh, vengeful ghost who is said to roam near bodies of water, mourning her children, whom she drowned because, of course, 
they say she had no food. But of course, the rest of the story is um, she had no food. But the ch- the the um, the story also goes that the father played a good role in his life and she might have been jealous. All right. Says right here, she became. Let me see here. She drowned so her husband would not know. Says right here, a woman who had an affair with the lover. There's various stories of that. Okay, various stories of that. So watch out for that. Okay, so watch out for that. Anyway, let's get to these super chats. La Llorona. I keep messing it up. I keep messing it up. Let's get to these super chats. Hey, what do we got here? We got uh, Darks. I got you. MC Hamster. Sneeko just needs that irrevocable trust account. Just get her irrevocable trust. Guys, uh, one more thing about child support. You cannot negotiate child support up front. Okay, so whatever situation, if you have a child out of wedlock, if you have a marriage, if you have a uh, baby mama, if you have an affair, you cannot negotiate child support up front. Why? Here's what I'm telling you. A prenup is not going to do anything about it. Irrevocable trust can't really, I mean, you're hiding the money. This, But what? The, what's the reason why you can't, what's the reason why you can't negotiate child support up front? Like, you can negotiate alimony up front. Like, you can say, I married you, you came in, this is what you're getting. There should be child support, there shouldn't be child support if you got married. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I believe that that's somewhat true. I think that uh, that incentivizes women to file for divorces. And if you stick around, I do have uh, um, the Republicans are trying to get rid of no-fault divorce. Because judge, cause judges get got to get paid. Oh, we got passport gang that got it. The reason why you can't negotiate child support up front is because child support is the child's money. Okay. Child support is the child's money. And the court and the attorneys and the mother argues on behalf of the child's mon- uh the child's money. So they never look at it as a negotiation between adults. Since the child can't negotiate for themselves and they didn't ask to be here. That's the child's money. It's not the mother's money, nor is it the father's money. So when you go in the court, the state is arguing on behalf of the state is supporting the mother's argument. Most of the time, the mother's argument on behalf of the child. So when she receives money, it is the child's money. As we know, <laughs> once they receive the money, the money doesn't go directly to the child meaning it doesn't get saved for college and all that shit right then the mother gets to spend the money not as the child wishes but as the mother wishes so she can say well this child support is going to go to rent and that would cover the cost for the child to live in a certain house so yes it is being used for the child this is absolutely disgraceful then she will get her nails done nails done with the child support money she will get car payments buy steak and lobster and all kind of shit. So you cannot negotiate child support up front. We got MC Amster, lock your girlfriend and your dog in the trunk of your car. Come back in 20 minutes and find out who is who is happy to see you. <laughs> all right, yeah. Or lock her. That's not lock her in the trunk. All right, so lock your girlfriend and your dog in the closet. Come back to see who's happy to see you. It's going to be the dog. Dogs are very forgiving. Shout out to Mr. Alfred. I was blue-pilled 
Having kids is one of the hardest sacrifices you have to do, LOL. If you're not willing to sacrifice yourself, do not have kids. Love my kids, but I can go back. He says, I can't go back. I mean, I'll have them later in life. All right. Or maybe you can't go back. Children are expensive. And yeah, you guys, if you're going to be a part of their lives every day, which that's what you probably intended. It's not easy job. All right. It's not easy job. 80%, 90% of your income is going to go to your uh, family. Okay. And I don't care how much money you make. That's what's going to happen. Johnny Law says, even when you are married, they tell you, you need to do more. He says, Shat is rough in the Estados Unidos. It is rough. Yep. You need to do more, guys. More, more, more. Stony Montana, my sister kept my niece away from her dad. Yep. One more thing I'm going to say to this for the new people that are viewing me. And if you're leaving, hit the hit the like button on the way out. When we talk about people playing this game of keeping children away from, from fathers, do not think you're, there's no blood on your hands. Most people are complicit. And there is a great conspiracy by family members, friends, neighbors, school, daycare centers, courts, family law judges to keep children away from fathers. There's a grand conspiracy. Many people's your hands got blood on them, too. So don't say, well, I'll never keep and I'll never keep. Yes, you have. You've babysat kids knowing that the dad probably wanted some time with the kids, but the mama was off doing something, going to the club, going on a vacation, uh, doing whatever she was doing, going on a date. And you kept the kids in place of having that father get time with those kids. You kept the kids in place of that. And you knew full and damn well what you were doing. Coworkers, everybody is complicit with this and you've normalized it. And you want to come on my show talking about love when people normalize this behavior on a grand scale. You've hid kids. You said you had kids in place. Man, this is terrible. You guys do this shit all the time and got the nerve to talk about me. It's crazy. All right. Henry Resilient, 50-50 custody, paying $1,000 a month in child support and alimony. It gets rough when I miss my daughter and I'm not invited to milestones because they happened on her mom's time. That is a big one, Henry. Oh, you guys do that too. You know the dad want to come to the birthday party, but for some reason you want to push the dad out of the birthday party. Anybody that has had a birthday party with kids and knew the dad wanted to be there, but you let the mother have a birthday party without the dad being present or notify him or go to a football league game, go to a, a school event, whatever it is, if you watch that happen, your hands are just as bloody as everybody else. You guys watch that shit happen and you don't correct it. You don't even tell that woman you cold as fuck for this. And you will let the party go on. You will bring gifts and cakes and don't let the dad show up. If the dad shows up, you treat him like a common criminal. You treat him like a criminal calling the police on him. You don't need to be here shooing him away. That's his kid. That ain't yours. And the mom plays this game. Well, the birthday's on. I, I my, you know, I've had these games played against me too. Kid's birthday on is, is on a certain day. She has custody of the kid. You got to wait until some arbitrary day to celebrate your kid's birthday. This is the shit you guys do, and then you get mad at me. You guys do this all the time, and it's despicable. It's disgraceful. It's disgraceful. Well, you can't see them on their birthday because it's on my day. Absolutely disgraceful. This is why I tell you guys, 
You ain't better than me. You do this shit all the time. Not only do you do it, you watch other people do it to their kids. Then have the nerve to call this co-parenting. This is despicable. All right. I, I don't even know what to tell you guys. I, I will never allow you guys to tell me anything when most of you guys got blood on your hands doing this shit. All right. Most almost all of you, whether you are a cousin, a niece, an aunt, whatever it is, y'all all played into this and you will call this co-parenting and call it healthy. Disgraceful. All right. You knew a kid had a football game, but nope. Did you call the dad? You're like, where the dad at? Does he know? Nah, fuck that guy. He don't got to know about this. You don't call it out. You know what? You, you wrong for this girl. You need to have daddy at the game. Dad should know. Well, he, he ain't paying this child support. <laughs> and kids grow up this, like this, from age three all the way up to their uh, uh, 18. They grow up just like this. Tell me I'm wrong in the comment section. You guys can't tell me I'm wrong. There's no such thing as co-parenting. Then we'll let another person, a stepmom or a stepdad, get all the goddamn information, attend all the parties. Uh, Mr. Albert says, I was married 15 years and now divorced, and I have no say in my child's life. I'm an ATM dad now. Yep. Mm. ATM daddies, step up. ATM daddy's in the building. No say. So he has no say. And many times you will have say, and all she has to do is encroach and challenge you. And then she'll say something like, well, if he wants to pay the money to fight me, pay, pay to fight me. Knowing that you have to go into the courts, explain your story, file paperwork, hire an attorney. And she'll start making decisions unilaterally. You guys will watch your relatives do this and then come to my show acting like I'm crazy. You have blood on your hands. The blood of the kids that have no future, Gen Z, millennials, that's you. The blood is on your hands. It ain't on mine. I'm trying to save y'all from this. All right. DK Bradley says 2023 women, number one, accidentally get pregnant. Number two, false allegations. Three, child support and custody battle. Shaking my head, no co-parents. All right. And for the guys, are, you know, these guys are uh, playing a part in the two. Pete Rose, hardest part of seeing my teenage daughter take the wrong path because of her mother. And my plan for her is flush down the drain. And not only is that flush down the drain, anything you invested to prevent this flush down the drain. Um, sometimes a parent can be an enabler. Mother or father. And this is a co-parent. So one's an enabler, one's bad cop. Guess what happens? If the father happens to be bad cop, guess what? He's abusive. If the mother's the enabler, she'll let the daughter ruin and sabotage. She'll let the daughter sabotage her own life under her reign in order to blame the father. In order to blame the father. Oh, see, look at what happened to your daughter. Look, look. Also, she can blame. Also, the mother can say, look at what you caused. <laughs> You'd be like, the fuck? She wants that for her daughter. She don't want her daughter to do well. She wants her daughter to fuck her life up. Also, she can blame the father. Look, see, look. I mean, dude, I'm telling you, man. People out here are despicable. And you let people do this. You watch it. You hear the stories. You hear the, the, uh, the false allegations. You see the battles. You see the woman. You're like, ma'am, ma'am, nobody says, nobody says, ma'am, you want some bullshit. Nobody. 
Okay, if you have, raise your hand. If you called her out on her bullshit. Because you know what it is. But you guys just say, well, this is what people do in America. Are there people here that have raised their kids? Go ahead so we can give you a chance here. Have you been a part of your kid's life every day? Go ahead and put that in the comment section. Like you've never had a second family. You're not a step parent and another. Like you have one set of kids. And you're with them every day. Go ahead and put that in the comment section so people can know statistically what happens. Is this possible? Now, if you don't have kids, you don't have kids. All right. Where are we at? Gray Hayes Radio. Hard to really be there as a father when you have, are constantly worried about when a baby mama terrorist is going to take you to court next. That's called abuse, <laughs> right? That's called emotional abuse. I want you guys to know many men live in fear every day. And these are co-parents. I know co-parent men that have 50% custody of their kids and their sole purpose every day is to not get taken to court, to walk on eggshells as to not flip out the other parent because they know she can flip out. They know she's going to take the, they take you to court. Like if you got, if you got a financial windfall, if you got a raise every day, you're like, mm. you're like, I won't get a bigger house. I won't get a better car as to not trigger her. That's called emotional abuse. <laughs> and not only is it emotional abuse of you, it's actually emotional abuse of the child. All right. So if she's doing that to you. She's also emotionally abusing the child saying that your dad has to fight for you. Or she might say something like, um, if you go to your dad's house, I'm going to be sad. <laughs> right. Just like, right. Your dad's done this and that. And you're going to go see your dad. That's emotional abuse. That is abuse. And people do it. Your dad ain't shit is abuse. Right. And the, the, the kid just wants to see dad. And the kid knows last time I asked my mother to see dad, she flipped out. What is that called? That's called emotional abuse. She's using her emotion and her emotional state and her happiness based on the child's need or the child's desire. That's called emotional abuse. That's abusive. Ah, the court will never call that abusive. They'll be like, oh, well. Guys, how many people are experiencing that right now? This is crazy. All right, shout out to uh, Known Unknown says, for one, there was just, wait, for one, that is just, is better, wait, for one, something. For one, that is, just is better than a thousand, and better it is to die without children than to have them that are ungodly. Wow. It's better to die without children than to have them that are ungodly. Interesting. All right, shout out to Jungle Jones, says, Coach, here is 10 for you. He says, better you than my kid's mother wasting it. Co-parenting is for betas. I don't work for real men. Wait, it don't work for real men and real fathers. It doesn't. It is basically the, um, it's basically the, the um, I guess the worst, pick your poison. This is the best of the worst. Uh, Jig says, if I did want to have another kid, since I have only have a daughter, it would be with a surrogate. CGA's advice. First time I heard that. Yeah, surrogate. It's, it's going to be cheaper, by the way. All right. Mr. Albert says, Bronny going to have smiles ear to ear at USC. 
All right. Indeed. Demon Deacon OG Pretty Thug La Yorona got many a child to act right as a child. He says nowadays they will probably film a YouTube video with her. <laughs> Indeed. All right. So it definitely got kids to act right. CJ says, did you hear about how WWF's Brian Pillman's wife sabotaged, neglected their son and squandered the money that was intended for the son? Maybe she was jealous of her late husband's success and took it out on the son. Wow. Sad. So he died with young children and she blew the money. <laughs> right. She blew the money. Um, I would never put I would never put women ahead of my finances. All right. They tend to be. Um, short sighted. We got our man. We're going to call you G1. He says, keep preaching CGA. We here for you, man. We here. We're here for you. We got uh cash app, PayPal, Venmo, and then we're out of here. Shout out to Rob. He says, I get more vacation time than I see my kids. Damn. Mm. Guys, it's real out here. It's real. And why do, why don't people talk about that when they're talking about having kids? Why is it bad for me to say, well, be prepared to not see your kids. And if you want to see your kids, be prepared to fight for them. Be prepared. You're going to fight for them. If you want to see your kids, say, for instance, you want to see your kids 50% of the time. The statistics say it's rare. And the statistics tell us if you do, it's a contested custody case that you will get 50-50. Rare is the case that the woman just comes off the rip and says, hey, let's just do 50-50, <laughs> right? Rare is the case. You're going to spend tens of thousands of dollars getting those 50-50. Not many women come off off the rip. All right, I'm done with this. All right, file for divorce. Get your 50, give me my 50, and I'm out. You're going to have to spend a lot of money to get that 50%. 10, 20, 30, 40, $50,000. And if these kids are young, you're going to do it again. By the time they're uh, an adult, you're going to do another case to keep the 50%. You're going to pay again to keep your 50%. Because at some particular point, she's going to come in. By the time they're 12, 15, 16, 17, she's going to come in again and try to get full custody. <laughs> you're going to be like, what the fuck? Mm. Or she'll move to another county. She'll move to another county with her new boyfriend. You'll be like, God damn. Or you'll move to another state trying to avoid child support. And guess what happens? She'll be like, oh, you moved. Well, no more kids for you. You can't call the police. You can't call the judge. There's nobody you can call if she does that shit. So what you'll have to do is you have to get an attorney. <laughs> and you'll have to fight her. And you could lose the case. You could lose the case. You can literally go in there and then be like, well, I had to move to Texas. Can we keep the 50-50? Can I get summer vacations and all uh, all days, all extended holidays? And they'll be like, they'll be like this. They'll say, nope, nope. Kids stay here. Now you in child support, <laughs> right? Now you in child support paying for the time that you had to move to a better job. Who calls me a lot? Call me a liar. Call me a liar. Who's experienced this? Who's experienced this? These were your children. By the way, women don't make children. They don't create children. 
Women make babies. They do not. Because you'll find out fast how that argument flips. Soon as you go in there and fight for custody, soon as you wear in child support, they will not say one time that women make babies. They will not say it one time. You know who they're going to say made that baby? And that's you. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, men make babies in child support and in custody. All of a sudden, when you in child support, not one woman on earth has ever made a baby. <laughs> All of a sudden, you made that baby all of a sudden. And that's you. All of a sudden, that's your baby. And that's you. All of a sudden, that's your child. And that's you. All of a sudden, that's your responsibility. And that's you. She ain't made shit. You put it in there all of a sudden. You made that baby with her. (laughs) Yeah, all of a sudden, you're the creator. And that's you. All of a sudden. I'm happy. Yeah, all of a sudden, the science all of a sudden flips. On its head. Women ain't made no baby. You made it, Ninja. All right, tell me I'm lying. All right. Yep, she was just hopeless and hopeless. All of a sudden. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Yep. Science out the window. Where we at here? Garrett says, the stop working thing happened to me. I got laid off. My wife blamed me. She gave me a deadline to find a job or she'd file for divorce. I got a new one paying almost twice as much but it still ain't good enough. She asked me every week if I was still employed. Price is wrong. Wow. 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 Damn. She was putting the clamps on you. So she gave you the ultimatum. (laughs) She gave you the ultimatum. Hey, man, I'm hitting you with this reel. Let's get with the PayPal and then be out of here. Okay. Where we at here? She put the clamps on you, man. We got how many PayPal's and then we can get out of here. We got one, two, three, four, five. This go, go, go easy. All right. We got daylight coach. I don't think people understand how bad the rate of divorce is in America. Every 13 seconds, there's at least one divorce, which means every one hour, there are 277 divorces in America. Look it up. We actually shared that before. I noticed a lot of women who had their divorce there or a lot of women whom have divorced their husband say it's because he was abusive, but I've spoken to several divorce lawyers and they say most divorces were because of the woman got bored. Indeed, we have actually proven that. And we talked about it. He says, but I don't think you guys really, really understand how bad it is. It's almost demonic. And so we'll share later on this one. We don't have enough time today that women are mad that no fault divorce could be on the docket for Republicans. They want to get rid of no fault divorce. Women are like, nah, uh, because they want to be able to pull, by the way, even track cons believe affairs and money are the reason why people divorce. And it's not true. It's not true. It's mostly because she got bored. Okay. You're going to hear this. This is the number one reason why people get divorced. I'm not happy. <laughs> that right there. All right. Dennis says, well, she quit wearing the ring a couple of months ago, moved to her parents in East Asia, I rushed in and married due to the peer pressure. And they all have their green card and are here from my dumb ass. My poor kid, the house, etc. Eight years. And she told me she got a lawyer. I'm not happy. He says, my own family is on her side. I'm done. Damn, man. Yeah. Wow. It happens. Look, look at, look. At, now, we don't know his side of the, her side of the story. But guys, yeah, man, you're all alone. Remember when we tell you, and the reason why I tell you this warning is I want you to understand 
that you're going to be in a place you never, you're going to be in a hole. You're going to be in a hole. You're going to, if this happens to you, which it overwhelmingly happens to most, you're going to be by yourself. You're going to be by yourself. And this is a lone, you, people, if people are concerned about male loneliness, why don't they talk about men who get in this put, put in this situation? And it's overwhelmingly more likely that you'll be put in this situation than you would be single and lonely. Okay. You are going to be on your own. Shout out to no government name. I have a brother, brother, and I was hanging. I was hanging with two white suburban married men this weekend, and they were very curious about my dating life. So I showed them my junior college lineup and their minds were blown. He says they couldn't believe that it can be that easy. Yeah. Married men are in a bubble. Married men are in a bubble. Sometimes they say, well, we divorced men shouldn't give marital advice. That's not true. Because when you're married, you don't know what the hell's going on on the other side. You don't know. You have no clue. The only real men that know is men who have been divorced, married, divorced, and or uh, they were single and did well. Then they got married. Then they got divorced. Like married men are in a complete bubble. They are. They don't know what the hell's going on. Matter of fact, let me give you another red pill. Married men don't even want, know what's going on in their own house. In their own house, they have no clue. They're the last to know what's going on in their own house. And this is who you're getting advice from, right? They don't know shit. They don't know what's going on in their own house. They're the last to know about any guy. They're the last to know what his wife truly feels about him. He's the last to know. His kids know when his wife going to divorce him before he knows. Tell me I'm lying, <laughs> right? That ninja don't know nothing. He clueless. He just going to work and coming back. He don't know shit about nothing. All right, anyway. I guarantee you his daughter knows before, his daughter knows before he going to know. His daughter know in his own house knows that dad about to get torpedoed. <laughs> All right, he says, I'm hurting feelings now. I'm telling you, man. Shout out to Newski says the co-parenting thing is so true. When I was with my dad, I miss my mom. And when I was with my mom, I miss my dad. It's not a solution. Nah, I think, well, you know, with young kids, it's really sad. But if kids are old enough, let them live at one house, man. All right, don't be fighting over it. If a kid cho don't choose you, it is what it is. All right, we got last one. No government name. Co-parenting is, co is definitely some bull. I know it's not optimal for the child, but... I also know that single mother thing is way worse. Baby mama terrorists definitely have want, have our child in some dangerous situations doing what she had to do. And statistically, the best two scenarios on that point for child raising is these. This is the statistics. Number one, two-parent household. Number two, sole custody with the father. Number three, co-parenting. Number four, single mother household. That's in the order of the best way to raise a child, statistically. Meaning, what are they more liable to be against? Depression, drug, gang banging. Okay. The worst position to put them in is in a single mother household. However, that doesn't benefit the state. The state got to get that money from you. All right. And then guess what? Look at the streets. Look at Chicago. Look at the look at the, the communities that have the most single parent households. More than likely, that city is a terrible city. That's a city you will not go to. Now, are those things exclude? Are they mutually exclusive or is there a common denominator? 
List them. Baltimore, Chicago, New York, New Orleans. These are all the worst places where all the rappers brag about coming. Well, the most homicides, Miami, Los Angeles. The places with the most single mothers have the most crime and the most homicides, right? Is it a quinky dink? What is it? Yep, lawyers got to pay for their tuition for their school, right? They got to pay their students' tuition. So, listen, the system is the system. Memphis, Milwaukee, yep. Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Detroit, Atlanta. Is it just a coincidence or what? All right, you decide. I'm not going to tell you. All right. Yep, tr- people need to make money off of y'all. Birmingham. <laughs> Who's in here with all caps, man? In here, make sure there's no all caps. But do me a favor, hit the like button on the way out. Um, Maybe I'll, I'll show this quick clip about the Republicans and no-fault divorce. Just so, you, just so you can see. Sorry. Just so you can see where women's heads are on marriage and divorce. Check this out. Check this out on the way out. Okay. Here's a woman that's going to fight against because uh, fight against no fault divorce. So Texas GOP has added to its platform that they want to get rid of no fault divorce, which means that the woman has to prove infidelity or abuse in order to get divorced. Yes. Make it so that they can prove it. Don't just say it. Don't just follow restraining order and get the house and the kids. Watch this. And Republicans all over the nation are pushing for this in other state legislatures. So I would advise young women today to not get married legally. Have a <laughs> Look at that. Look at that, bro. You see that shit? You see how fast it changed? Now don't get married. Why? Because you can't pull the rug. You see that shit? Now they like, no, no, no. Here we go. Here we go. Ceremony. Have a commitment with your partner. Just that easy. Just get, we had this debate the other day. Just that easy. Look at that shit. Now, all of a sudden, you can't pull the rug and leave up out of there. You can't just say a man was abusive and he cheated on you. Now you got to prove it. Guess what? They shuffling. Have a nice wedding, whatever, but do not trap yourselves into the confines of the law with divorce because when we say that they're not going to stop with banning transgender care and getting rid of gay marriage and continuing to oppress people of color. Hey, what about love? What about love? What happened to love? All of a sudden, love is gone, huh? They're not going to stop with marginalized groups. They are going to go after women, eventually men. But right now, they're going after women. And banning no-fault divorce is the most ridiculous, fascist thing I've ever seen. It's another way to trap women. <laughs> Look. Look how fast the narrative changes now. Look at that. Look at how fast it changes. Oh, whoa, 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 wait a minute. We don't have an advantage no more. I can't just run up in the court and take them kids. Yeah, brother. Look. Yep. Just, just like that, bro. I always told you, when they, if they ever change the laws, marriage will plummet. All right. All right. Marriage is already plummeting. But if they do no-fault divorce, then the women ain't going to ever get married. All right. And so they know that. They know when they change that advantage. Mar- women just going to stay away from marriage. Wow. Keep it going, man. Shout out to the coach gang. And we'll be back uh, later this evening. We out. Hi, my name is Haley. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throw in fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cuffed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just